HQ. We're all locked and loaded now. With the latest news. Stand by for a start. Form analysis and markets. Plus interviews with the key jockeys and trainers on today's thoroughbred racing. And the gates are back. Racing HQ. On Sky Sports Radio and Sky Racing. In association with Racing New South Wales. And the Australian Turf Club. This is Racing HQ. Here we go for the Everest. The lights on. Wow, bigger roar than last year. Sky Sports Radio, Sky Racing, Racing New South Wales, and the Australian Turf Club proudly present Everest Everest Race Race Day. The Tab Everest has received incredible exposure throughout Sydney, Australia and around the world. Slots have been locked away. Horses primed for their biggest race. Welcome to Sydney's biggest race day. And a very good morning to you. Welcome to Racing HQ Saturday. Coming to you live from Royal Randwick on a beautiful Sydney morning. Don't know what more I can tell you. It's an amazing day of racing ahead of us. Uh, a great program of racing. And if you're in Sydney and surrounds and you're arming and ahhing about coming to the races today, this is the only place to be. Get to Randwick. It's Tab Everest Day. Um, a very busy uh, three to four hours coming up. Um, a stack of interviews with Ron Duffercy, um, form after eight o'clock. It is Caulfield Cup Day as well. Dean Lester, Mark Hunter with all of the Caulfield Cup form and that kind of thing. But we start the show this morning uh, with, with a sensation. And gee whiz, you just have to feel for the owners of Lost and Running and John O'Shea and the whole crew there. Um, the, uh, the reports just come out from Racing New South Wales uh, and the stewards, a vet inspection of Lost and Running this morning has found Lost and Running to be lame in the off hind leg and unsuitable to start in the Everest. Lost and Running has been scratched from the Everest. Tab has uh, selected Kementari as the replacement, which will start from barrier seven. Feel sick for all involved with Lost and Running. That's, you just can't say anything. Um, on race morning, Lost and Running is out. Um, Let's get on with the show. Uh, Michael Wood is track manager here at Randwick. And I, as I say, good morning to you, Michael. That is just, I don't know, I don't know if it's even bad luck. It's just no good. To, a horse that was right in the race. Perfect prep. You know John as well as anyone. He's not going to be there today. Good morning, mate. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, obviously gutted, you know, for, for the team, John and his team there uh, and the owners. You know, it's um, obviously being a Randwick horse, you see, you've sort of been through the prep with them. Um, so, yeah, really gutted for them. But um, I suppose I'll say that's racing. But, um, yeah, feel for them today. But obviously we'll, we'll carry on and go into the, into the big day. You're, uh, you're in a much better mood this morning. Than, yeah. than Saturday <laughs> mid-afternoon yeah, seven exactly. days ago it's um, you know it's funny how the weather changes your mood yesterday was a you know a cracking day we haven't that se- haven't seen that sort of day in um, you know in months yeah. so a uh, good bit of heat there we got that improvement in the track we got to a 7 there yesterday afternoon and we've just remained there this morning uh, we've got a penetrometer of 5.8 and, and going stick of 8.7 it is a beautiful day yeah, I mean, let's just hope this is what's your, what's your radar saying for the day. No, we don't want to talk about the weather too much. It's just been at the forefront of our minds. We want a drying track, and it looks like yep. that might be going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Look, I think 
Well, the forecast is I don't have to look at that radar today, so I'm going to make the most yeah. of it. There's not a cloud in the sky this morning, beautiful sunrise, and uh, they're just saying some light wind that's sort of somewhat swirling today. Uh, so it's starting off in the west, uh, then going to a southerly. Probably around uh, Everest time, it's going to be a bit of an easterly, which is a bit of a different breeze that we get here. But, um, yeah, it just looks to be a beautiful day, and, you know, it's it's where you want to be today. You must be proud of your team. as You, still, you know, the races were postponed the other day, and it just kept on raining after that. You must be pretty proud of the men and women that have been able to get this track ready for today. Oh, no doubt in the world. I mean, I sing their praises every time I can because they do such a fantastic job, you know, from from all the annuals and that in the gardens that they do. And, you know, they've whipped every single every single metre of rail that we've got, and we've got kilometres here. Um, but for the track to improve to where it has, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy. We sort of threw everything we could at it to, to get it to improve this week. And... Uh, still with almost 60 mils for the week. You know, it's a, it's a good turnaround on that soft deck today. When you say throw, throw everything at it, what, what can you do? What, what do you do? I mean, a track's track, but what do you, yeah. what do, you do? Oh, look, I mean, we, you know, we only air-routed the track and Verdi drained it, you know, about, about a month ago now in preparation for Carnival if we did ha- have the heavy rain. Um, obviously, a lot of products sort of at my disposal that we can, we can put out there. So um, they all went out, you know, this weekend in preparation for rain on Friday. Thankfully, we missed pretty much all of it, um, but still has enabled the track to keep drying down. So um, soft sevens about where we started last year, I think. So, um, you know, with a good day today, we'll see the track improve, but there's still genuine give out there. I think we saw Peter and Paul Snowden send a couple of horses out a bit after six o'clock. Hugh Bowman and, and Sam, Sam Clipperton did the gallop. What did the boys come back? Yeah, they said there's still genuine give there in that track. So um, obviously in the morning, it's... Um, you know, there's a little bit of moisture on the ground. I think once that dries away, uh, we're that soft seven at the moment. As I say, whether we, we get to that soft six, we'll wait and see. The penetrometer sort of is starting to lean that way, but um, there's going to be genuine give there, so they're going to have to enjoy that, that soft going. Okay. Good man. Thanks for joining us on race morning. You know, better mood than, than recent weeks, but that's, sure. that's, you know, for, for the club and, and for, for the preparation that, that goes into making today happen, this is just what we want to see. Yeah, I mean, it's not just the tracks team, it's everyone yeah. as part of the ATC that pulls all this together. Um, and with 40,000 people rolling in the doors and sunshine on their heads, uh, I think it's going to be a great day. Good on you, mate. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Michael Wood, track manager at Randwick here. He joins us uh, race morning as always. The only, the only other thing Michael and his team have to get right today is uh, <laughs> is something at around about 10 to 8, otherwise... Glenn Munsey, you'll, you'll hear from it from Munz and probably Duff and myself, but that's okay. Uh, let's, uh, let's look ahead to, to racing out of Newcastle today, and it's Jungle Juice Cup Day, I believe, up there, and uh, I think Chris Nation is the man to talk to there at Newcastle about the track conditions for the big day. Chris, good morning to you. Morning, Rich. How are you, buddy? Good, thank you. Have you, ever, have you partaken any of the, of the Jungle Juice as yet? Have you oh, been oh. down that path? It's a bit agricultural, but uh, I, I won't discriminate today. I might take one on. I did take one on last year. It was a bit of a busy day last year, but obviously uh, moving from the Tuesday, uh, you know, the midweek meets, I think it might have actually been a Monday last year, to the to the Saturday makes it a little bit more exciting and gives it a little bit more of a, as you say, a bit of an honour to be on the on the weekend. So it, uh, it's good to have the day move to a, to a Saturday. Tell us about the week you've had, uh, Chris, to get ready for what's a terrific day of racing up there. Yeah, look, we raced obviously on Tuesday, Rich, and um, a bit of a depressing time of year for us track managers. As I said, I've decided I took the rye out earlier 
uh, into, just after the uh, cup meeting here in September. So uh, the weather's beautiful today. Sun's out and not a cloud in the sky, which is the first I can tell you for a long time. Uh, we're on a soft six. We've had two mils uh, of rain the last 24 hours, which was uh, you know yesterday afternoon. Um, but the, the, the thing is, the track is a little bit thin just because I've taken that ride out and I'm waiting for the kite to come through. So, uh, look, it'll look a little bit messy. It'll race quite well. Um, Tuesday, I made a, a, a bit of a mess of it, but didn't it looked messy, but didn't get in it to it, to it that deep. So, uh, look, I think racing will be good, 10 races, and uh, I, think, uh, I think, yeah, it'll be a good day. And as, as important as today's meeting is, uh, there's an eye... Uh, an eye to the hunter, which is not too far off now. Absolutely, and that's exactly why I've done it. You know, as I said, my 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 idea was to uh, we had a three week break there between then uh, the uh, September twenty four meeting and, and then the last meeting there on the Tuesday. So I thought I'd do do all my work, do mini renovation, and I just didn't get the growth. So uh, exciting times heading into the hunter. The, the uh, all the promos are gone out. We're full steam ahead, and uh, there's definitely a vibe around the, the hunter race up here this year. Can you see your track Im- improving and maybe um, you know, going up a, a notch from a, you know, a, a soft seven to a six? Yeah, look, it's, no, it's a six at the moment. It'll probably go to a five, Rich. But um, the key to okay. that, obviously, is how messy it is. Underfoot, it will definitely feel that five. Um, but, you know, yeah. oh, these sand tracks, when, when they're not quite got the cover, they do get a bit standing and, and uh, they, do, they look a lot worse than actually how they feel, if that makes sense, underfoot. Um, Bill Gibbons made a good comment there on Tuesday that after he won a race, he said, look, feels great, it's just messy, and that's, he couldn't have said it any better. That's yeah. exactly what it is. OK. Good on you, Chris. Thanks for joining us on Race Morning. Uh, sure yourself and Dwayne and the whole team there are fired up for the big day of racing, and we always enjoy the chat Race Morning. You're a good man, Rich. Good on you. Chris Nation, good luck to Dwayne and the team there. Uh, Jungle Juice Cup Day, because if you've never t- uh, partaken in the Jungle Juice, jump in the car, drive up the break, wi- uh, break road, have lunch at the Wollombi Hotel, and uh, I'm tipping you can probably partake in some of the Jungle Juice there. On, um, on cue, our man with the blower is here. Wouldn't be, a, wouldn't be an outside broadcast at Ramick without our man on the blower hammering away in the background but hey he's just doing his job to try and uh, make this uh, the surrounds here look as good as possible for the potential 40,000 plus there's only one place to be today in Sydney and it's at Randwick get to the races there's going to be one big party Peking Duck uh, I know Munns uh, has been doing his homework on Peking Duck all week and he cannot wait till after the last let's go to Eagle Farm racing in Queensland today around the grounds we go Jim Roberts good morning to you yeah, good morning, Richard. How are you? Can you set... Good, thank you. Can you set the scene in Brisbane for us? Yeah, well, I'll start with the weather. It's beautiful, beautiful morning in, in Brisbane. Lovely, actually. Not a cloud in the sky, so it looks like it's going to be the scene for the day. And like you said, great day of racing in Australia, isn't it? Yeah, fantastic. So, um, we've got a good, yeah, good four this morning with, with Eagle Farm. Um, I haven't got the figures of a penny or anything yet. They've just come off the track, the boys. But, look, it's in good nick. I'll, you know, I've just come off it myself walking it, so... Uh, it's in good, great condition, so great coverage of grass. So I say it'll, assume it'll race as good as it has been the last few weeks, so there are no issues there at all. Um, the rail's at four metres today. Um, we've had 11.5 mil of rain for the last seven days, nothing in the last 24 hours. Uh, five mil of irrigation in the last 24 hours was yesterday afternoon, and 44 for the week. Uh, so, like I said, a good four. 
we're still waiting for those other. And like the weather today, mostly sunny and 27 degrees, so it's going to be a warm day. So overall, it's going to look like a good day, a good scene in Brisbane today for racing. Ten races as well, Jim. So plenty of plenty of nice horses getting over the surface today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'll be a good day of racing. Yeah, like I said, yeah, ten races, so it's a big program. So uh, as it is in the south, so yeah, we can't wait to see some of those races down south today. Actually, the weather's great down there too, I believe, is it? It is. It is a beautiful morning, Jim. Oh, you know, there's a nice, you know, nice. Day. We just had a chat with Michael Wood then, and it was just a, a, a beautiful, breezy, sunny day yesterday. You couldn't ask for any better. And it's, I suppose, yeah, Jim, our Sydney siders are saying it's it's a bad time. When you have over, when you have over two thousand mils of rain up till now, it's just ridiculous. It is. <laughs> it's good for the for the year. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, so, for sure. Anyway. Yeah. So overall, no, we got the. You know, like I said, the track will be great here today. So no, no, no issues at all. Should race well. Okay. Good on you, Jim. Thanks for the chat. Good luck. Yeah, have a good day. Thank you. Bye. Jim Roberts, uh, track manager at uh, Eagle Farm. And uh, everything appears in order for the big day of racing at Eagle Farm today. Uh, we'll have Brodie Nixon shortly. Brodie's found a couple of horses out of the trials you might want to uh, stick with. And also Keith Dryden before 7 o'clock. What a great horse Handle the Truth has been and keeps being. It, couldn't, it wouldn't be a Kosciuszko without Handle the Truth being there. It's Caulfield Cup Day. We've seen what's been happening uh, in Melbourne and surrounds over the last 48 hours. Our thoughts are very much with a lot of the farms that have been affected by the floods. I saw Yearlong put a press release out saying they lost a couple of foals. So it's it's no good. And we just hope that those on the farms and affected by the, the weather in Melbourne are, um, are getting through it okay. Tim Bailey's here for a chat about Caulfield Cup Day. Tim, hello to you. Good morning, Richard. Um. T- t- tell us about the last few days and and what rating did you go up for Caulfield Cup Day? Yeah, we've um, had, well, we obviously raced here Wednesday and it was raining then. So we had 58 millimetres since Wednesday. Had 2.8 millimetres late yesterday afternoon. Trashed might really well, though. We're on a heavy eight this morning and I think there's a very good chance we'll get back to the soft rating during the day. Isn't that good? Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I'm really happy with the, with the result. The track's... Uh, Rained really well uh, last night. You know, I left here. We had the last shower about five thirty, and I left here. I thought, gee, I think it might be a heavy nine this morning, but it's really improved overnight with no further rainfall. And as I said, I'm, I'm you know relatively confident we'll be on a soft seven um, during the day. So I think that's a great result given the rainfall we've had. What What are you expecting today? Are the, are the skies clearing a little bit for you? Yeah, it's a nice day today. 18 degrees and, and mainly mainly fine, yeah. and just a, a gentle westerly wind. So it'd be a Great day to be on track and, has I said, an improving track. So uh, all shaping up very well. As you said, what's been not great scenes around uh, Melbourne and Victoria, um, we've been relatively lucky here at Caulfield and come through unscathed. And, hey, it should be a great day's racing. So what are you starting on again, Tim? Sorry, a heavy eight. Heavy eight. All right. Good on you. Appreciate the chat. And, um, yeah, thanks for joining us race morning. Good luck with Caulfield Cup Day. Thanks, Richard. And um, just uh, read the Caulfield Cup. Maximals come out this morning. Maximals come out um, with the heavy surface. Durston gains a start. It's just uh, saw Andrew Hawkins, who looks after the High Clare horses, say a, a decision still be made. And I'm sure that'll be made uh, in, con- in consultation with Chris Waller as to whether Durston does take his place in today's Caulfield Cup. But Maximal will not be there. Uh, let's go to Morpherville. Justin Groves with the track report. G'day, Justin. Good morning. How are you going? Not bad, thanks. What rating do we go up for your meeting today? 
This morning we've got a uh, soft six on the track today with Penno sitting at a 6.07. Okay. What kind of a day do you have there in Adelaide? It's uh, a lot better than what it has been, so we're partly cloudy today, the top of 18, so no wind at this stage of the morning, so it's, um, it should be a good day of racing. Okay, so soft six, possible upgrade? Possible, yeah. Uh, the track, we're on the parks track today, so that, that does dry to be quicker than the course proper, so um, hopefully we um, get a couple of races in and we might have an upgrade. Good on you, Justin. Nice report, and uh, good luck with your meeting today. Brilliant. Thanks very much. Good man, Justin Groves there, uh, joining us uh, on Racing HQ Saturday. Away we go, it is Tab Everest Day, lovely to have you with us. You might be tuning in on the radio, Sky Thoroughbred Central, Sky Racing 1. Uh, download the new Tab app, have a bit of a fisher in there, and I'm sure you'll find us uh, on that Tab app. If you've just joined us, Lost and Running is lame in the off hind leg and he will not be running in today's Tab Everest. He has been scratched and the Tab has selected Kementari as the replacement horse and he will start from barrier seven. A break here on Racing HQ Saturday on the other side. Brody Nixon with his trial. There's Keith Dryden and Brett Devine from the Australian Turf Club not too far away. Stay with us. This is Tab Everest Day on Saturday HQ. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker? At Drummond Golf, we get it. That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. This spring racing carnival, Foxtel customers have the chance to win a share of $75,000 just for watching some of the best racing on Sky. With cash on offer across every Group 1 race day, tune in, spot the code word and enter the draw to become $5,000 richer. Enter at skyracing.com.au forward slash Foxtel and join in the excitement this spring. Foxtel customers 18 plus only excludes SANs November 5 T's and C's apply. See website New South Wales TP forward slash 01685 ACTTP 22 forward slash 152. Mum, what would you say about a bonus Woolworths supermarket e-gift card worth up to $400 on selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley? Can you say it again? No. It's a great deal. You say it. A bonus Woolworths supermarket e-gift card worth up to $400. Can I have a rest? On selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley. It's a great deal of worth. Bingley, better living every day. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. On races one and two at Randwick, Caulfield and Eagle Farm this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet, and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Hi, it's Matty Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. It could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60 second skills check now at skillcertified.com.au Get your skills certified 
Racing HQ. We're all locked and loaded now. With the latest news. Stand by for a start. Form analysis and markets. Plus interviews with the key jockeys and trainers on today's Thoroughbred Racing. And the gates are back. Racing HQ. On Sky Sports Radio and Sky Racing. In association with Racing New South Wales. And the Australian Turf Club. This is Racing HQ. Welcome back to the show, 10 minutes to 7. It is a glorious Sydney day dawning about time. There's only one place to be today, and that is at Royal Randwick. Get to the track. If you've been thinking about it, you're wondering what the Everest is all about, and you're wondering what this day is all about, uh, come and find out. Come to the race. We'll hear more from Brett Devine soon. Lost and running is a scratching from the Tab Everest this morning. Kementari will now be the Tab's horse in the Everest and Hugh Bowman will ride Kementari this afternoon. Uh, the trials on Sky Thoroughbred Central keep coming thick and fast. Brody Nixon has been keeping a close eye on these trials and on Everest morning. Brody, good morning to you. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, everyone. Well, um... Uh, 10 amazing races today. I know you've been writing your, your various articles, but if you, if, you, if you don't like your racing today, Brody, or I'm not sure what you're going to do with yourself. I don't know what normal people do on Saturdays, to be honest, Richard. <laughs> I don't know, though. I've woken up shadow boxing this morning. I'm really keen for this. Um, I'll be <laughs> heading out to Randwick myself as well. I can't wait. I've already, already started ironing. That's usually the worst thing you can do in the morning, but um, I'm already getting going, are so you, can't you... wait. I, I must say, I, I don't mind. I don't mind ironing. I, I, it's one of those, whether, whether it's relaxing, I don't know. But uh, I'm not saying I'm any any good at it. But uh, it's one of those things. If you don't do it yourself, no one else will do it. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, no, it's one of the best racing days on the calendar, and a lot is said in the media, Sydney versus New South Wales. But we've got the world's best sprint race here later on this afternoon at Randwick, arguably the world's best sprint race, and over in Melbourne. Unfortunately, the wet conditions, but. You look back to this race last year, the Caulfield Cup, incentivised. We got two completely different races, 40 minutes apart. Great undercards in both racing. Unfortunately, Caulfield's a bit wet, but you've still got massive races to go around, leading into the Oaks and leading to those key features during Derby Week. It's a, it's a sensational day of racing. Let's go to your trialers, and you're going to try and get us off to a winning start in race one here at Ramwick today. Well, Richard, this horse... You see a lot of these horses go to the trials and they have a bit of race fitness and they go really well. And I saw this horse and I thought, wow, look at that piece of work. But it's fit into a race like I'm sure some of these other horses just aren't as fit that's gone well. And then I was doing the form for this event and I saw blinkers on and I went, ooh, I've missed something here. I went back and I watched the trial. The blinkers went on at Rose Hill over the 900 metres behind Notion. And this horse went like an absolute rocket. It's got form around back to... Back to Latte, Victorine. It defeated Florence at Newcastle. It was expected to do as a short price favourite, but it didn't really have the race shape. It was really good to win that race. It's been really much improved as a three-year-old. Get the inside gate. should settle just off midfield or about midfield on the fence. The blinkers go on here. And the piece of work with the blinkers on was sensational. I think she's here to run a massive race. A lot of these horses are quite exposed and a lot of ones with big booms further down the board, but... I think this horse is ready to run well, and the money has already come in as well. Okay. Race one at Ramwick here, the Reginald Allen. Number five, a lot more love for the second of your trial horses. Brody, it looks like we're heading north. Yeah, we're going to be heading up to Eagle Farm for the second of the trial horses, and this horse comes through a very, very quiet piece of work. I think they've hidden this horse around because it had a first trial at Deegan. They took it back to the last. It just cruised home under its own steam before it did go to Eagle Farm for a hit out over 
800 metres. They strangled it back to last, and they really, really hit it in the pack. A few other horses got a bit of a scrub up at the top of the speed. But he got strangled down now. Yet's toward the outside of the field here. He had a very good win at Ipswich, defeating Star Gamble, who came out and bolted in the sunny coast last weekend. There's a host of speed up front. A lot of these horses are quite exciting. Argyle Lions incentivizes his full brother. He's undefeated in four starts. You've got a few other horses like Amity Girl, who is Jewess's full as well. So a couple of very well-bred horses. But Deep Rouge, I think this horse has got sense of timing about her. She's a lightly raced five-year-old, and her trials this preparation have been strong, albeit very hidden. Okay, nice work, Brody. Race one here at Ramick. Race one, number five, a lot more love. And Eagle Farm, race six, number 12, Deep Rouge. Before we let you go, the Everest, who have you settled on? I was really keen on lost and running. So this morning's news was quite disappointing. And another disappointing thing, I thought Kamatari was a great bet in the um, Sydney Stakes. But I think the champ, I think he's just going to be too good in the wide gate. I think it's perfect for him. All right. I think, plenty, I think plenty agree with you around the place, and uh, the tab market would suggest that. Good on you, Brody. Um, good to chat about the trials. Skyracing.com.au. You're a, you're a busy man across that, uh, across that website, and we'll be uh, uh, logging in there for all your articles. Yeah, every Tuesday afternoon we put up the spy files, so you can catch all the action there. We put the replays in there as well, so you don't have to go diving through Racing New South Wales as well. So we do a quick little recap of the key trialers with a replay, and we join yourself every Saturday morning where we highlight these horses heading into a big day of racing. Good on you, Brody. Speak next Saturday. Thank you very much, Richard, and best of luck, everyone, on the punt. There is Brody Nixon. Of course, he's a busy man across Sky Racing 1 and uh, those kinds of channels as well. So um, that was Brody Nixon with his trial horses. Now, um, it's a great pleasure to welcome Keith Dryden onto the show this morning. Keith, hello to you and handle the truth. He makes a trip uh, to Ramick that he knows pretty well these days. Yes, Richard. Um, thank you for having me on. Um, the old horse, he, he'll be back there again and doing his best as usual. So uh, I'm pretty happy with the way he is at the moment. I know, I know we say uh, old horse, Keith, but it's funny. We've, 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 watched, we've watched this horse's career unfold because we... When he came to Sydney for his first Kosciuszko, I mean that was that was four Kosciuszkos ago. So he's gone from being that um, that sprightly emerging horse to to he's really the, he's really the warrior of this field. He, he really is. He's uh, you know four years in a row in the same uh, feature race with the same jockey on. I think it'll be take a bit of picking up from the others in future years, but uh, he seems to be as bright as normal and. I don't think he's any better, but he certainly doesn't appear to be any worse. So I think he'll acquit himself well today. I would have thought you've just drawn a beautiful gate today. What does the trainer say? Well, I'm very happy with the gate, but uh, Nash will make decisions. I don't give him too many. uh, But at least from that gate, we can dictate if we want to go forward or go back or be midfield. So uh, uh, as I said, uh, I just say to Nash generally, look, be as handy as you can and comfortable. So, and then he makes his mind up, like I think last year, from memory, which we couldn't attend because I had to watch it from the lounge room because of COVID. But I think he had him up running second, I think. So it would surprise me a bit, but he hung on well and uh, just got picked on the line. So he seems pretty adaptable to be able to race where he likes. 
He's just he's just the owner's dream for Laurel Lake to, to, to appear here on, on a fourth time. As an owner, you sort of can't ask for a whole lot more. Well, that's what I said last night. We all went out to dinner last night, actually, or not everybody, but most of the owners. And uh, I said, guys, no matter where he runs, we can be proud of uh, what he's done for us and the efforts the horses put in. So, uh, you know, they love him now like a child. They, they wait every week for me to send them a message, which I get behind on occasionally when I get busy. But uh, anyway, we catch them up and... Uh, they're all thrilled with it. We've got shares in him, I think, as big as 20%. Right down to 1% shares, so uh, there's a widespread of people in him. What chance Dream Runner in the Big Dance wildcard? Race 2, number 12, Dream Runner. You are out there in the car park, but that's up to Tyler to sort out, I suppose. Yeah, he's uh, drawn terribly. Uh, obviously, I'm using this. We, we, we have qualified for the Big Dance. But I would imagine with a number of qualifications, where your rating ends up with determines whether you get in or not. We'll need some luck from there at 17. I'm just uh, same will apply to Tyler Schiller. I won't be giving him too many instructions. I think they've got to work it out as they go through the race. So, uh, But the horse is going well. I'm extremely happy with him. And he won first up at Canberra a couple of weeks ago, so he's in fine form. Keith, it's always good to chat race morning. He's a great horse, handle the truth, and we wish you the best of luck with him and Dream Runner today. Thank you very much, Richard. Appreciate it. Good on you. Keith Dryden, $7 uh, for the Kosciuszko, handle the truth. Here's a $7 chance. Nashua Willa combines again with him in his fourth Kosciuszko. Uh, Brett Devine uh, from the Australian Turf Club, General Manager of Communications, is Brett Devine, and it's a, it's a massive day for, for all the Australian Turf Club, the culmination of a lot, a lot of hard work, and uh, they have been blessed with a beautiful day about time as the sun rises over Sydney. And uh, if Brett's there now, we might... Um, he is there. Good good morning to you, Brett. Good morning, Richie. Good morning to all the punters. Uh, it's supposed to be a touch of blue. That's the colour that everyone's been encouraged to wear today to Royal Ramick. And there's more than a touch of blue in the sky. That's uh, the best news we could have hoped for in terms of the weather and the improving track. And wow, are we set up for some sort of day. As I walked in here this morning, Brett, uh, you couldn't not see the, the, the branding around the place where stories are made and people will come into the races today and there are different placards and um, uh, uh, around the place that explain the great stories that have emerged here at Ramwick in the past. And I just urge racegoers to stop, have a bit of a read and, and take it all in today. Absolutely. A feast for the senses, isn't it, out of rural Ramwick today, Rich? And as you say, there's so much happening, <clears throat> pardon me, across this race course, and that is where stories are made, really tell or go to the heart of what racing means, not only to participants and to horses, but also our members and punters. And today is a celebration like no other in Sydney in spring of our racing and entertainment, and Royal Ramwick from top to bottom will be decked out uh, in great shape. Uh, look, some really important information here for people this morning. Gates for members, for Australian Turf Club members, open at 10 a.m., and for the general admission customers, it's 10.30. So make sure you give yourself plenty of time. We're obviously expecting big crowds today to come in through the gates, so get your spots early. Those general admission tickets, Richard, which are under $50, what an amazing bit of value that is on, a, on its own. 
also allows people to go into the Wink Stand. Now, the Wink Stand is a $46 million grandstand built by Racing New South Wales and the Australian Turf Club, and it's purely for the public. So make sure you get your vantage point there. Of course, not only <clears throat> is that included in your ticket, but also Peking Duck after the last. So for the uh, the older ones out there, maybe ask the, the kids or ask the grandkids, and they'll tell you what Peking Duck's all about. So one of the biggest... Um, DJ acts in the country, that's all included in your ticket as well. That concert starts at 20 past six after the last race. Um, there's so much going on today, of course. We send our, our thoughts out to the connections of Lost and Running and John O'Shea. It's uh, terrible news for them, but um, the welfare of horses is so important. And uh, one other thing, Richard, to look out for as the field comes out for the Tab Everest, Red Zell, the inaugural winner. We talk about horse welfare and the upkeep of horses well. He'll lead the field out to the start of the track there for the Tab Everest. So the former champion who won the first two runnings, it feels like a, a while ago, doesn't it? It's only five or six years ago, six running today. Red Zell, the dual champion, leads the field out. Um, it's a huge day, and we're encouraging people to get out there early. B- uh, big crowds, we know, Brett. Uh, from a public perspective, uh transport point of view what what do you suggest patrons uh, do and the best way to go about it there'll be a lot of people around and a little bit of patience required too look absolutely we'd, we'd ask everybody to be patient and understand that with big crowds there will be uh, some delays and some queues but we've spoken about the value there in your general admission ticket and if you're an ATC member as well and already got your pass well there's extra value the public transport if you show either your ticket or your pass to gate staff at trains, buses, ferries, anywhere, that's all included in your ticket as well. So not only is it a great day, it's the easiest way to get to Royal Roundwick and, of course, the light rail services, which depart from Central Station and around the place um, nearly every 10 minutes, pulls up right outside Royal Roundwick Racecourse. So once you get to Central, jump on that light rail. Uh, it's a very short trip on the light rail and you're already there at Royal Roundwick, uh, a hassle-free way to arrive at the races. It's all included in all the tickets that are purchased. I should say, Richard, that obviously a lot of the hospitality is already sold out, but tickets are still available. You're on admission tickets, <coughs> pardon me, uh, online at theraces.com.au and you can also buy them at the gate, but I encourage you to buy them online. All right. Good on you, Brett. Um, we'll let you go. Before, just before we do, I think I think a, a plane load of horses arrived this evening, light infantry on that flight for the Golden Eagle. So uh, that massive race not far away. Absolutely. There's another uh, ticket that must be booked in early at theraces.com.au. Very exciting that a lot of these horses will come over. Uh, as you say, light infantry, uh, one of the favourites for the Golden Eagle in two weeks' time is due to, to arrive and then go to Canterbury in the quarantine centre with several other horses that will stay in Sydney for training. So exciting news for Light Infantry and his connections as he heads towards a $10 million race. Can you believe that as well? In a couple of weeks' time at Rosehill Gardens. It's a sensational day out there, a great spectator venue, and we're looking forward to, obviously, the richest race day in the country and a huge day, Tab Everest, today. But the Golden Eagle in a couple of weeks' time uh, it continues the huge Sydney spring. Thank you, Brett. See you trackside soon. Thanks, Richard. Good luck to all the pundits. Brett Devine, uh, General Manager for Communications at the Australian Turk Club. Five past seven, a break on the other side. Ron Duffers is here, and we have a number of interviews lined up to get through to try and guide you into a winner or two on Tab Everest Day. Break and back with more. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. (laughs) 
On races one and two at Randwick, Caulfield and Eagle Farm this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet. And if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1800 858 858. Just went to Bottle Mart. How would you like your whiskey, hun? Well, that depends on what whiskey you bought. They had Grant's Triplewood one litre for $56.99. Well, I would like that fine beverage served on the rocks with a twist of orange peel, please, my dear. Orange peel? It brings out the spicy vanilla sweetness. I'll have mine poured over ice with cola and an orange wedge. It's so refreshing that way. Ah, true. Two barrels make it good. The third makes it Grant's. Triplewood for a smoother taste. One hour delivery available in selected areas. Just download our app. Catalogue specials out now at bottlemart.com.au. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for Fair Play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. I'm here with David Warner reacting to the news that some people are not signed up to KO and will just assume their cricket matches on the telly. Thoughts, David? Yeah, nah, don't assume. Well, there you have it. David Warner says, don't assume. KO Sports. Watch all your team's matches. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. On races one and two at Randwick, Caulfield and Eagle Farm this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet. And if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. Welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday. Welcome to Everest Day. Tab Everest Day here at Royal Ramwick. And it's a it's a good morning. It's a very good morning. I wish it was. It's uh, some ordering news coming through a little earlier, Ronnie, but hello to you and an amazing day of racing here. No, incredible. And they've left, the, I'd say, the best day in six months for us on average day. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've felt sun on my back at this time in the morning. Oh, well, this year. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's going to be... A terrific weather day for the, the crowd that's going to pour in. They're going to have a great day, but geez, you have to feel. I know everyone's going to say it. You have to feel for them. You know the build up to this race and the preparation uh, for a horse like Lost. Not, it's not just Lost and Running. What about It's Me? It's a similar sit. She's the favourite for the Kosciuszko, and on the twenty fourth hour. Uh, a niggling problem. You, you can tread on a stone. You can get a little heat rash. You can get anything can happen, and you're out. You know, you're not allowed to treat them in within 48 hours of a race, fair enough. Um, and, you, you know, look, what can you say? We've got to keep saying it. You've got to feel for everyone concerned. Uh, he, he, they both had very, very live chances in these races today, but that's horse racing, as they say. That's horse racing, and sometimes it can be a real deflating yeah. uh, business uh, when you're working with animals and finely tuned animals, and one little thing can go wrong. And it can go wrong at the at a terrible time. We have uh, uh, offered John the chance to come on. We understand it's yeah, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, cool. it's still a know. very important day for him. He's got he's got a, yeah. he's got a team set up today that could really make a 
you know, you have last laugh or make him feel a little bit better. And he's got a Caulfield Cup runner that's got a live chance. Um, like I say, uh, horse racing and, you know, Brett and John are two tough men. They've been there and done that before. Um, so they understand the business. Well, speaking of tough, he's with us. Uh, Brett Kavanagh is on the line this morning. Hello, Brett. G'day, how are you? Not bad. What are they, is, it, is it character building? What do they say about the week you've had? Another day, isn't it? It's history. It was yesterday. Mm. Move on. Well, what was the story with the Brett? Uh, she, look, she, she always had very thin soles and she's always high maintenance. Um, she then pulled a shoe um, Tuesday, 10 days out, and uh, she tore the laminar off both sides of her foot. So we didn't have a hell of a lot to work with. And probably the trauma of that, um, she got a hot foot, and then obviously she'd have been resting that, put a bit of pressure on the other one, high-grain diets. So, you know, when you've got horses that you know, 99.9% right, they're pretty fickle animal and their systems break down. And, and her feet were killing her, you know, just like sore feet. She just wanted to put them up, and we nursed and we iced and we done everything possible. And she was so tough and intermittently lame. And, and look, at the end of the day, Rose Bensley, uh, Rose New South Wales vet, she made the best call in the fair call, I think. On everyone's behalf, she made the right call. So what is the plan? Do you have to do you stop and start again? Or is there any, you know, Perth options? Or is there left something left in Sydney? Is it is it just a week setback, a two-week setback? Or do you got to put her out? Ronnie, I'm going to have a meeting with Peter Morley today. Uh, he's the boss of Green. Um, Thinking out loud, I think she probably wants three weeks, um, you know, on a, on a take the grain away from her and get a bit of circulation in her feet. And look, her feet are not going to grow for six weeks to get back somewhere sound again now, you know. Um, and she's nominated for Perth. But look, we've got another 12 months of this now, you know. She could be here next year in a Kosciuszko, uh, maybe even in foal. Mm. Who knows what, what's on the radar. But she was, she's just absolutely low-flying as she can. And, uh, and she's got feet issues, you know. All is not lost. Now, this is Dead Set, the forgotten horse, um, Fender. He, he loves it fresh. He, he ticks plenty of boxes, and I'm surprised there's not more talk about him. Um, I think that we're very lucky that he's, he's tough. Um, obviously, I've bought him off a different training regime. I've got him mad fresh. Uh, plenty of spring in his step. He went for a walk this morning at Randwick, and, and he got twigged or cracked. He was bouncing around. Um, he's very fresh. Uh, maybe I've been getting him wrong, Ronnie, and I've always had him screwed down, screwed down. I've never given him that opportunity to be a fresh horse, and his fresh form's quite good. And then, obviously, when I get into him, as we get into a prep, he, he just trains on and gets a little bit little bit down, you know, over the shorter courses. But uh, he's very, very well. I, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's very well. So, look, I had him... I look at the stewards' speed map. They've got him last. I, I was crying for him to go forward in this race. There's a hole. There's got to be a hole in front of some of these back get back horses. Mate, it'll be. I think it'll be a mess. The race, personally, um, you got about. I think from about one to about eight. There's about eight of them will be trying to land four, five. You know, in the fourth fifth spot. And last year's race was the same. There was carnage. Everyone was looking for the box seat or whatever. And uh, some of them lower graded horses have got a lot of speed, but I just don't know if they got a lot of speed um, and tempo at this level. So I'm happy we're out there. Obviously, I'd like to be in, but I'm happy we're out there. Give Sam an opportunity. 
Uh, maybe La Melody goes forward and, and cuts us across outside him, you know, because if he begins a half length in front of him, we'll, we'll probably move forward. If, uh, if there's mad speed mm. up front, Sam will have the option to go back. I'll have to poke me at the steward's room, I guess, and, and tell him that he's got an open book. Okay, beauty. Um, has Daikoon got any chance at Eagle Farm Race 7? Well, I see it's a good four, Ronnie. Um, he's going pretty good. No. It's a right race for him, no Metro. We've sort of, he's outweighted in the country. Um, he's going really well, but you know, Eagle Farm, good four. four. He, he might jar up on it, but he's, he's very well. Good on you, Brett. Thanks for the chat on race morning. Disappointing with the mayor during the week, but wish you all the best of luck with Fender in a $2 million race today. Thanks, boys. See you. Good on you. Brett Kavanagh, thanks uh, for coming on. Uh, I should say, uh, not to harp on about Lost and Running and John, he, he and all of the trainers, riders and people involved have been so good. Yeah. In uh, the... In the like, th- th- there, are, there are media commitments this week like no other for them. And they couldn't have been better, which is it's disappointing, but for all the work that they've put in away from the horse to, to sell this race to Sydney and the world. Yep, and... Look, I, I'm the last person you want to put the tab hat on and and blow you know blow the barrel up there, the blow the balloons up there. But their promotion, you know, the pub and and the way they've handled that and the jackets and the the, the just everything has been marvellous. And there's going to be a bit of a wake down that tab marquee today. You wouldn't want to be going down there, would you? No, no, I don't think so. I'm avoiding that at all costs. Well, I think so. <laughs> um, John's with us. John, hello. Hey, Richie. Well, um, 6.30. 6.30, the tweet came through and the news of Lost and Running coming out of the Tab Everest. Uh, there's, uh, you're, you're a guy that um, has overcome your fair share of adversity uh, in life and in the world, and here we are on Everest Day, and can you talk to us? Yeah, mate, that's fine. I mean, I'm just really disappointed for... for Carl and, and Francis and, you know, Lipitania who's come all the way from New Zealand and obviously very excited about the opportunity and and most disappointed for my staff who've worked you know tirelessly and up until you know thursday afternoon we we'd done the job you know to the minute and um you know hugh's got you know he's put so much effort into horse but mate it's you know we're talking about um a little infection that you know, by Monday we'll be gone because we'll be able to treat it and, uh, you know, you'll probably have a trial next Friday and, and run in the winter stakes. So, um, yeah, it's, just, it's disappointing today, but it's not the end of the world. And the beauty of the Everest concept is that horses have the opportunity to, to run in a number of occasions and you can see that it lost and running to a horse that's sort of on an upward spiral and, you know, you never know, we might get back there in a couple, 12 months' time and, you know, have a good or a better horse and, and do just as competitive with a bit of luck. Okay, so the good news is he, he, he can continue on and go through this sprinting series. Yeah, Duffy, he, he's just got a tiny, well, he's got a little infection on the inside of his off hind, which is on, uh, just over the sesamoid, and it, because it's a pronounced area, if he gives it a little knock, he thinks it, it's pretty ouchy, which it probably is, and, but under saddle, he's as sound as a pound, and, you know, but it's just, there's a 10% element there that you know, I'm not comfortable with and neither bad at racing New South Wales and rightly so. So we took every precaution, especially into the horse. He doesn't run his best into of our slot holders that 
they have a horse that's ready to go and, you know, no query. So there's a lot of issues you have to take into account nowadays as opposed to just, you know, we'll run a horse with what's the best of the owners, you know. Mm. It wasn't all about lost and running today. It's a huge day for the stable. You seem to have a few set up pretty nicely. Uh, these couple of fillies in the first, Lady Harlem, only win was on the heavy, and Azala, I've heard you talk highly of her in interviews as well. Yeah, no, they're just two nice fillies. Poor Lady Harlem's had you know, not a lot of luck in terms of barriers. She's, you know, a progressive filly that's been running around Canterbury from wide draws on heavy tracks, and... Um, you know, when she drew a gate, she won, and so she's a filly that we've been very happy with. Ozala sort of got a heavy track, real heavy track first up, didn't like it. She went back to a slightly better surface at, at uh, Newcastle and, and won and, and did a good job in doing it. So, you know, like, it's early in her career, but they're, they're just talented fillies that are worthy of their, their roles in this race. Race two, Kerwin's Lane's lovely race for him. We know we know all about his second up form. He, he's Ramwick soft form, and looks like a pretty astute claim you've taken there as taken there as well. Yeah, well, um, you know the thing about Kerwin as well, Ronnie, is that he, he, he loves soft draws. You know, like where he can just suck up on the rail and, and, and be presented. Um, because of the terms and conditions of the race were a little bit sort of vague. You know, initially we we had Brenton booked and. When when the weight came out, um, we got a bit of a shock, and and luckily enough, young Dylan was still available, you know. So um, we took the opportunity to take those two kilos, and when he drew so beautifully, um, you know, it looks uh, a nice setup for him. We obviously identified this race, we wanted to go into this race second up because of his good record second up, and you know the fact that he loves Ramwick Mile. You got Blesk, who was a bit of a forgive run with that wide run at Dubbo. Well, he, he's another one, Ron. You know, both Coffs Arbor and Dubbo. Dubbo was a blackout. You know, he drew 17 on a heavy yeah. 11, and, and Coffs Arbor's the same. He drew right off the track, and he's had no luck. Uh, today, he draws marginally better, but most importantly, he's well-weighted. And, um, you know, he, he's been really good at home. He gets a better surface today. And, and wouldn't surprise us to get a bit balanced up and see him flashing down the outside, because... Um, you know, his performances aren't reflective of how good he's been going at home. He's an interesting horse. Wayhaha Falls, he's a, uh, he appears untapped. <clears throat> well, the key for him, Ron, is um, he, he, he just loves the six at Ramwick, you know, and, um, and he loves to get his toe in the ground here. Um, there's a race, good tempo, and obviously it's a massive step in grade for him, but he's probably... You know, like Lost and Running was this time, you know, 18 months ago. You know, uh, yeah, a little bit where he's got a good record. Um, He's a progressive horse. He's been, you know, looked after and he's he's ready for the next 12 months now to to put his hand up and and determine how far he's going to go. Um, talking about good 50 to 1 chances, Coda Healy's a forgotten horse. He resumes off a heavy 10 win at Ramwick, and he's, he does have form around one of the favourites here, Valana. Well, if you go back to the Valana race last year, the South Pacific Classic, probably by Breton's own admission, he probably missed the boat on the race a little, you know, and um, he was a bit unlucky. Um, there's never been much between. Well, Valana's beat him, to be fair, on both occasions, but there's not a great deal between them. Um, and even when they met at Warwick Farm, first up last prep, you know, so both of us dropped the track, Sammy got first run on him and 
but he beat him, but there's not much between them. So, but the key for us with regard to Cody Hilly is that you know, I probably was riding him wrong, Ron. We were riding him quiet, and he's a horse that likes to gallop. And you know, if you look at his first up record, it's very good. And so we let him roll forward. He'll box seat today. He loves sting in the ground. His trials have been really good. And I think he is a, yeah, he's not a 50s chance, put it that way. He's probably a 16s chance. So he's probably touch over those. Yeah, and you finish in Sydney with Di Mill in race nine. He did enough running through the line there along the inside, first up. And if you go through, you know, he's, albeit we haven't had him long, but last prep, second up, he was dynamic, you know. So um, the fact that Max stuck with him, he loves ground, um, would probably prefer it was a mile. But he, he does have good improvement in today because, you know, his grand final isn't for another three weeks, but... I still thought, you know, that just the improvement he'd made first or second up will mean that he'll give a good account of himself. Mm. Caulfield Cup's not an easy race to win, but Ben, ben O'Shawley's got a terrific chance. Yeah, well, I think it's, it's a race when you're assessing the form, Ron. You, you've got to make an assessment of, you know, the winner's either going to come out of the Turnbull Stakes or the Caulfield Stakes, and I think you're just assessing which you believe to be the better form, you know. So, for us, best way for us went round in the course of stakes and Benno was two and a half lengths off from him, you know, so he drops you know, five kilos or five and a half kilos, um, I'm not deterred by the gate, if you go through mm. history of that race, you know as long as you find the three wide line of the half mile, especially a horse like Benno has got a good turn of speed um, they can be in the race so I think he's a, a really really good nine or ten to one chance you know, he's just it's a lovely race for him, and it's a good setup. He loves to back up. He's done well in the last seven days. He's got around Caulfield good. So I'm really happy with the horse, and it'd be great for Carl to bounce back and pick up a little race today, like the Caulfield Cup. And, and young Regan Bayless has been working really hard, riding well in Sydney. He'd be deserving with him, too. Yeah. Rocker Clock in race eight, not, not a lot of wet track experience. Is she more of a second up type of man? Yeah, she's sort of. She just jumps out of the ground, second up Duff, you know, like, so we'll give her, you know, a good hit out today and she'll derive benefit from it. And she she goes really good at Flemington at the mile, so we'll good run today. We'll lay a foundation to go to, you know, Flemington on Derby Day, good mares, miles, and she'd be a good account. And just touch on your other one, Aunt Roberta in race four. You must think she's got staying talent to go to Victoria at this time of year. Well, no, it's just been one of those fillies that, you know, I reckon she's had three, the last three races that we've had her in have been abandoned through wet weather. And, you know, she's just a really nice staying filly. And we even had her a race on Thursday at Kiton, which got abandoned. So we threw her in there just as a, you know, in case those races all got abandoned, they did. So, look, it's not ideal for us, but she is a beautiful staying filly and, I thought if we give her a day out there and she learned something from the out and we could bring her home and then just prepare her for the Oaks in the autumn. Firing, of course, if she if she happened to exceed expectations. You know. John, you're a good sport. Um, hasn't been uh, the greatest of mornings, clearly, but we appreciate you coming on and lovely team all around the place regardless and good luck today. No, thanks, Richie. It's, a, it's still a bloody exciting day. I mean, I'm standing out here in the middle of Ramwick here. There's not a cloud in the sky. The track's fantastic. I just can't wait to get there, mate. Lovely words. Good luck today. Cheers, boys. Good on you. There he is, John O'Shea. And, uh, yeah, so so lost and running isn't there. 
Kementari. He's he's at home in the box. Ja- James, oh. James has gone to the box this morning and said, Special K, guess what? Oh, the golden boy's there. Hugh Bowman. The golden draw. boy. Yeah, he's there. This is just his stage, Ron. This is his stage. Oh, when those, they come out last night with a report, oh, lost and running, he'll be um, vetted in the morning. I thought... Let's have a look at these emergencies. Kementari was 100 to 1 with your guaranteed money back if he didn't get a run. <laughs> I thought, should I throw a 20 bucks on him? <laughs> he won't be 100s today. Uh, no, he, uh, he will not be. Now, I just missed our next guest in my ear. And um, that next guest is a young man who's also been taking things in his stride in Sydney this week, and that is Clayton Douglas. Clayton, good morning to you. Thanks for having me on. Um, Sydney, Sydney so far has been treating you and your horse pretty well by the looks. Yeah, it looks like I've brought the weather with me. Beautiful day here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's your horse enjoying the weather? He, he, geez, he's an impossible horse to assess. Well, I had a look at that vision of him working on Tuesday morning, and I must say, um, he looked to me, he looked to work like a machine. He just seemed to glide through that track. Yeah, look, guys, I've been really happy with him. Um, you know, obviously, well noted, it was seven weeks between runs leading into the Dane Hill, and um, we always um, always were going to improve off that run. Um, look, he's, he's seen super. He's done very well since he's arrived in Sydney, and I couldn't be more happier with how he is. Where do you see him in the run here? Uh, look, it probably maps well for us. Looks a good speed, obviously, um, with a couple from out wide that roll forward, and um, as long as he begins cleanly, he'll probably uh, he'll be a couple lengths off the speed somewhere and hopefully just getting a nice trailing run. And, yeah, hopefully we can just get a nice run at him down the straight and um, be fighting out the finish. Um, what can we expect to see from him when he walks in the yard? Is he just a no-nonsense horse or has he got any quirks? Or Oh, look, he, he can get a little bit warm on race day. He, he's um, well noted. He's quite a free-sweating free sort of horse. Um, you know, that's sort of been a little bit of his attributes, but contains himself very well. Um, we, he has a pair of pre-race earmuffs on um, just to help that. He's still obviously a horse that's learning and being lightly raced, but um, that'll come with a bit more maturity. And um, look, I, I, I think uh, you'll be happy with what you see. He's in really good order. Okay. Okay, big day for the stable. Um, how long have you been training? Hasn't been that long, has it? No, I, I took out my trainer's license, had a dual license, took it out in my first runner was August of 2020, so to think, um, you know, just over two years' time, I've got a runner in an Everest is, is unbelievable, and just the feat in itself, to be able to get a, get a horse like him and get him into the race, so no, I'm looking forward to it, I'm taking it all in my stride, and um, look, I'm very happy with the horse, and he couldn't he couldn't be presenting any better today, so um, I'm just looking forward to the experience, and I'm sure he's going to acquit himself well. Gee, racing's been your game, uh, been your life since you were a young age, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, it has been. I don't know much different, actually. Someone asked me, what are your hobbies? I said, racing. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I, uh, look, I love it. It's been great to me. And I've worked very hard at it, and um, hopefully we can sort of keep on reaping rewards. Enjoy the day. Thank you very much. Good on you, Clayton. Thank you. Uh, let him go, Clayton. Uh, Clayton Douglas. Yeah, that that that, vis- that vision on Tuesday morning. 
He looked, he he looked like good. A and I don't want to sound surprised. And he's up against the world's best, but he went, he went along well to the eye. Sometimes you, even the season campaigners, you work them on the outside of that course proper at Randwick, and all they want to do is gawk and have a look around, and you know they they float out in the outside fence here at Randwick. I know for a fact. Uh, but he just knuckled down, went about his work, sprinted to the line. Look, I, I can't tip him today, but I, I, I think he adds always the unbeaten horse adds interest. And I'm a great fan of the young three talented three-year-olds in this race. They they, run, they can run really well. And Craig Williams will come out of that well, John Freeman. He, he will tell them just how he's going to win this race. Actually, that was the question I should have asked Clayton. Did, did he give him confidence in that horse to bring him here? Because it, it's, a, it's a big thing for Craig Williams to leave Caulfield Cup Day to come here and ride a 50-to-1 chance. Absolutely. That's, uh, that's a, a little tip in itself. And we'll, we'll hear from Glenn Munsey, who has arrived on course at Ramick, and I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, watching that um, Tab Ever a special last night. What's Giga Kick Muns? What? What's he been? What's, did you say Giga Kick? There's been a bit of a trickle of money around for Giga oh, Kick? It's, it's the most popular runner of the $13 yeah. plus. Of the $13 plus pops, he's the most popular runner, Giga mm. Kick. Um, and then Shades of Rose. Thank you, Glenn. Glenn Munns will be on your wireless. <laughs> Just after 8 o'clock for the Sydney Forum. Uh, an exciting day for the David McComb stable. Far too easy has a crack at the Kosciuszko. David joins us this morning. Good morning, David. Good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, very well, I think. Uh, with, when it comes to far too easy, I think, I mean, and, and yourself and your stable, you've, you've, you've overcome adversities and, and floods in the, path. I'm, uh, in the past. I'm hoping... The run into this this Kosciuszko has been a little bit more straightforward for yourself and the horse. Uh, yeah, look, um, it definitely has. I mean, leading into the uh, leading into the to the um, country championships, we were flooded. We had the biggest flood in history in Mwarrumbah. We had to pack him up. Then we missed a couple of days' work. Then we had to pack him up, relocate Joan, um, and it's all those things um, um, combined. Probably um, just took that that last hundred metres of fourteen hundred of the championship. He was just launching a little bit, um, and uh, but this preparation has been a lot smoother. We've done, you know, I've got a, a, a five-acre property near the track at Mullumbah, and I've got a treadmill swimming pool. We and they were a, a, a massive part of getting the horses ready. Uh, so we've been able to utilise that all the way and come down on Wednesday and uh, ride safe and well and all is good. It just looks perfect time and timing, David. He's he's third up. He's had a thousand metre run. He's had an eleven hundred metre run. He's had a wet track run. He's had a lovely trial, um, and he's got a, an acceptable draw. So you know, it, it, it just looks beautiful for him. Uh, yeah, it does, Ronnie. Look, it, it, um, we've had a, a nice preparation. We had a couple of little hiccups earlier on, but nothing serious. Um, but leading into this, he, his last win was, was it was nice to see. Trial um, was, a, was a nice trial. He's had a, a wonderful lead-up. Uh, we've tried to time everything to perfection, and, and it seems to have fallen into place. I have a lot of confidence in the horse and I also have a lot of confidence in Jim Norman. Uh, he knows the horse and I think that will play well. 
Mm. That's interesting. Orman, young Orman hasn't had much experience at Ramwick, but he seems a cool character. Uh, yeah, he is. He's um, he is a really, really cool character. He has Jimmy has had a few rides here uh, previously. Probably not for the last twelve months, but he has he has ridden a few times here at Ramwick. Um, we went through all that, um, and um, you know we've gone through you know a few things. I'm I'm really good mates with Larry Olsen and, and Nick Pittman and they've given me all this advice to, to hand on to Jimmy so um, you know I, I, I'm confident Jimmy's, Jimmy's level headed, good rider you know he'll be fine Could you see this race this horse racing a little closer today? No um, He's going no, to see. You no, like riding He's going he, he, to be put to sleep I, look, the way I see it, Ronnie, is that it, it's all... It, I think there's going to be a bit of speed on in the race. Uh, we don't know. We'll, we'll let that unfold up front and we'll just take a sit and he'll be he'll be charging home. Beautiful. Good on you, David. He's such a, such a good horse and um, he thoroughly deserves his place in this Kosciuszko and I hope he runs the race of his life for you today. I hope so too and, and thank you, guys. Good on you, David. David McComb, the trainer of Far Too Easy. Yeah, it's quite a story over the championships with the, what was happening in northern New South Wales, but he's a, he's a pretty good horse. Yeah, he certainly is. You know, he's genuine. Um, like you said, he's had a few hiccups. I think he races in bandages, and so he's, he hasn't been the soundest horse all the way through, but he's just been given a beautiful preparation. Racing HQ Saturday. We'll take a short break here on the show and come back with more. Hi, it's Matty Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. It could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60-second skills check now at skillscertified.com.au. Get your skills certified. Introducing Australia's Most Wanted. Unanimously judged as Cars of the Year. The fully electric Kia EV6. Winner of Wheels Car of the Year. And the Kia Sportage. Drives Car of the Year. To pick your side in this sibling rivalry, visit kia.com.au. Kia. Movement that inspires. Thanks, I'm down here with David Warner. Dave, what would you say to people who risk missing their cricket match because they haven't signed up to KO? Uh, sign up to KO? Okay. David Warner says sign up to KO. KO Sports. Watch all your team's matches. HQ Insurance gives you peace of mind with 24-hour fall cover and no excess on life-saving surgery claims. Plus optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ. Mum, what would you say about a bonus Woolworths supermarket e-gift card worth up to $400 on selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley? Can you say it again? No. It's a great deal. You say it. A bonus Woolworths supermarket. Yep. E-gift card. Yep. Worth up to $400. Yep. Can I have a rest? On selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley. It's a great deal of worth. Bingley. Better living every day. 
Racing HQ. Brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1800 858 858. Welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday. It is Tab Everest Day, 23 minutes to wait. Welcome to the show. If you're on the radio, out and about, great to have you with us. Sky Thoroughbred Central Sky Racing 1. We'll knock over some scratchings in a while, Ronnie, but um, Espiona out of the Silver Eagle. Notable scratching. Yeah, well, I think she got the invite to the invitation, so that might be the key with her. Uh, I found myself uh, running at the Lost and Running Hotel last night. I had reason to be at the Lost and Running. It was busy. It was packed in there, and uh, lots of punters clubs uh, got talking to a few tables, and a couple of tables were just mates that mm. they only sort of catch up once a year, but they're here for this. They come from all parts of New South Wales, and I got talking to one fella, lovely, lovely guy, Leo, I think his name was, Morning Leo, and we're talking about tipsters, and um, you know some punters follow certain tipsters and that kind of thing, and I sort of said to him, because like, I, I work with yourself and Brad, and... And you're probably wondering where this is going, but stay with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> and and I, I said, when it comes to Brad Gray, Brad's a great, great tipster and a good guy, but I'm not normally on his page. But when it comes to you, I look at your tips and think, kind of, I, I sort of, I, I'm more on your page if that if that makes sense. And Leo says, you know, when it comes to Ron, I said, what's that, Leo? He goes, oh, I love Ron. He's great, but I actually have quite a bit of success when I back his second selection <laughs> and third selection. I wish I would. And I said, I think it's probably the first place you want to be getting right. He, he, goes, I, he goes, I look for value and Ron finds value and I always like something that he uh, that he finds in for second and third. So oh, Leo's a fan. Each to their own, I say. Yeah. Everyone's got their own little quirks and they follow individual tipsters and they analyse them and Jeez, he's tipping a lot of seconds and his second tips are winning and good luck to you if you're making any profit at all in well, this business. Well, he said that the, the boys had been sort of building a bank for today and they'd had a fat good day on. at the Lost and Running Hotel and they were looking forward to getting good luck here to them. today. And uh, if you're coming out today... Um, good luck to you. It's an amazing day to get to the races. The Gerald Ryan and Sterling Alexio stable will hope they can play a part in proceedings. And Gerald Ryan is joining us this morning. Good morning to you, Gerald. Yeah, good morning, Richard. Good morning, Ron. It does, I, I suppose, Gerald, it doesn't matter how long you've been in racing. These, these kinds of mornings and, and these kinds of race days, it's pretty cool to be involved. Yeah, these, these types of mornings on a race day like today, it's terrific, you know. It's great to see, not like last week when it was overcast and wet. And it looked like being wet today. Looks like being terrific. Certainly does, Gerald. You got a couple of progressive, progressive fillies in the first. Uh, uh, a lot more love sets up well. Trial since winning fourteen hundred tick blinkers on sets up well from a very good draw. Yeah, she's been an honest, consistent filly behind some handy horses in her life and. Um, they went to one at uh, Newcastle the other day. Brenton um, suggested putting the blinkers on her. We're always going to go to this race, so there's going to be a month between runs. So having that trial for blinkers on was good, and we did trial very well in the blinkers. And, um, you know, from the gate, she would have get a nice run just behind the speed, and um, uh, I think she's going to be very competitive, yeah. 
you got the best bred filly on the day here called I. Um, she looks to have raw talent. She was green but good on debut. Yeah, she's a uh, well-bred filly. Uh, it's got good ability. Now, whether it's coming too quick for her or not, I'm not real sure. She can still do her things wrong and a little bit like her sister and Miss Fabulous there a couple of years ago where she used to want to do things wrong and over race and do that. But uh, she was good in a strong maiden the other day. Uh, she was good late. Um, Ability-wise, I don't know. No worries about her measuring up something like this with the, the race sense and the greenness and that just, just might come a bit soon to her but uh, nicely in the making yes Steely did more than enough first up this obviously suits much better oh yeah true you know the only clear is jumping straight to 1600 metres he's been here a long time he's been when we mapped out his program trying to get to the um big dance, there wasn't much where we could go, so he's been doing work to get a mile second up all the way along and um, he's done well since lost his way a little bit last prep, he's come back after a spell and he's come back really well and he looks terrific and um, you know, off the gate he'll be ridden quite, probably just off mid off mid field and he'll find the line really well, he's going good, um a bit of a tail to it, this race, so it'll be very strong weight, yeah. Cisco Bacon pull a run out on a soft track now and again? Yeah, he's, um, um, just one moment. Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, You're right. So he's just sort of, a lot of people have him down as a wet tracker. He's never won on heavy ground, so improving track, getting back to his, his liking. Down in weight, good draw. Um, need a bit of luck in the straight deep the line. Um, he run well. Can't tip him big time, but um, he run well, yeah. How's Flying Crazy going, race eight? As improved heaps from when he went to Toowoomba. Um, uh, a little bit worried how he was coming up and... Uh, what he's doing and every now and then he shows he's going really good and then next to the Gallops is a bit average but since he's come home he's come through, he looks really well he's doing better uh, worked very well last Saturday morning um, on game he's another one, he's going to need a lot of luck to be able to be competitive in this race but when I looked last night he was $71, he's certainly not a $71 chance and, um, he'll run a better race not saying he can win the race, but I think he'll run top five, yeah. Especially on the approving track. Okay. Okay. And Ellsberg in race nine, everything, everything looks rosy for him on paper. It does. Um, you know, uh, he's done well since he won the Epsom. Um, top in Jason, really good this time around, that was. Um, and he's done well. He's got the penalty of course um, from when we met Ayrton last uh, at Eagle Farm 18 months ago where we made him two and a half kilos, he gave us a beating and he, we made him two and a half kilos worse uh, he looks well because he's staying with us um, but he's done well he's going to be in the first three he's going to be a lot of pressure in the race, he's going to be in the first three and one thing you know about him, he, he doesn't know how to run a bad race. No, he doesn't. 
Good luck today, Gerald. Okay, thanks, Ron. Good on you, Gerald. We'll uh, let Gerald Ryan go. Gerald and Sterling uh, with some great chances uh, right across today. And you talk about uh, Gerald and Sterling, and um, he knows a bit about the Everest. Second, uh, second with trapeze artist yes. Red Cell in 2018. Yep. So knows what it's about to be in a race like this, but not there this year. But anyway. No, but uh, um, we all dream about the next year. It's an ongoing event. Um, Race day, we're here, Eddie, uh, we'll talk about the Everest in more depth shortly, Ronnie, I'm sure, but as we sit here now, your, your thoughts on the race? Well, I was tipping, lost and running. Mm. Um, I'm left with the champ now, I think, um, all aboard. <laughs> all aboard the train. Um, what the table, I wonder what the table do with him. It'll be interesting. Uh, they, they've found reasons to lay him in the past. Whether they want to, they've learnt their lesson or going to go to the line with him today, I, you know, because this drying track, you know, I, I can see. Well, we talk about it in the preview, but these horses have got a lot better chance now. These Masked Crusaders, and Private Eye, uh, Private Eye, perfect conditions for him, and Jackado. Mm. Um, the drier it gets, you know, this track it has to get to a six. I don't want to preempt anything, yeah. but um, we'll learn more after three, two or three races and line up a few times. But a couple of these horses' races are going to really change, you know, like a horse like Polly Gray in the last, you know, she was two to one. Um, she could be a seven dollar chance come the last. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I um, thought Lock Eagle was a, a, a chance, a yes. good chance in the Silver E. I still think he is, but just, again, a, a drying track. I don't know whether that's to... Yeah, but still, totally. there's still plenty of give in it. You know, there's, there's got to be. We've been saturated for months and months and months, and we had last week, you know, we saw what happened last week, and it takes a little bit longer for these tracks to dry out. But, geez, yesterday when that wind blew and we had the 25 degrees, we haven't, that's, that hasn't happened for, for ages. I stood uh, stood at the rail for the track gallop this morning, Ronnie, and there's there's yeah there's every there was a, a decent squelch factor going on. You get here like it's yeah, can't, it's can't still be kidding ourselves. No, that's right. We're we're not here to you know pump up the tyres before the event starts no. um, because you can left you know the early crow is a terrible thing in racing, <laughs> and not with just tipping or yelling halfway through a race. It can be before the first when you declare and this track's going to improve and get to a, a soft five. Let's just let it happen and unfold, and then we'll start. Giving the raps. They call that organically, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> Let things evolve organically. Oh, so. Yes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, well, we saw at Caulfield the other day, you know, rain on race days. They had, I think they had six, uh, about, wouldn't have been 10 mils, and it got to a slosh. And it's just rain on race days is a killer. I don't care how good your track is. The theme, as Brett Devine told us, uh, is to wear that uh, little splash of blue. I, I just had to throw my Cascadian times. Are you running on? Cascadian. Jeez, you didn't take the dollar sixty, are you? Dollar sixty now, isn't he? The big fella. Oh, he's short. He's uh, developed into a weight for age star, though, Rod. Well, if he puts two together, uh, he won't be want to be so arrogant today. If there's only one leader and just think he's going to pick up six lengths down the straight, mm. um, he's top pick. That he's being surf surf dancer rolls along. Who have you who have you got rolling along? There? Oh, just the only leader, surf dancer, and yeah. typical Waterhouse spot. Have your rest and quicken up about a furlong quicker than get him chasing. Most horses would <laughs> get him get him scrambling chasing you because he's fit he's fit enough. Not that the others might be, but uh, he's fit yeah. enough. So. Yeah, that's for sure. We might ease up on some interviews now, Ronnie. We want to dive into this Sydney form bang on at 8 o'clock so we can uh, oh. have a really good look at it. So yep. I've, I've yet to see anything arrive in the way of 
breakfast for you. Well, it's Everest. I'm led to believe it's not far away. Yeah, I'll okay. we'll be right. <laughs> Thanks, Ronnie. We'll see you after 8 o'clock. Thanks, Richard. Munns looks pretty much under control over there. Oh, he's, he's probably writing going. down his prices. He's got... No, oh, he's busy. He's a, he's a busy man. Well, don't let, in, yeah, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Mm. <laughs> no. All right. All right, let's, uh, let's dive into some scratchings here around the place. What are we... Almost, uh, almost 10 a. They'll be, they'll be finalised. We can go around the nation, and we are look uh, pretty light on here uh, for scratchings at Ramwick today, which is good. And they have just been finalised now. Ramwick today, soft seven, soft seven, penetrometer five point eight, twenty eight scratchings in total. The rail true. The weather is certainly fine. It is a beautiful day for it. Like I say, there's only one place to be today in Sydney if you. If you're not at Randwick, you want to have uh, a pretty good excuse. There are other things on. Get to the races. Get to the track. It'll be humming here this afternoon. Uh, scratchings. Race one is clear. Race two, take out four Wren's Day. 15-point counterpoint. Four and 15 from race two today. Race three is clear. Race four, scratch one, Cucaracha, and nine, Papalino. One and nine from race four. Race five, take out number eight, It's Me, 15 Irish songs, 16 10 bells, and 18 Nowhere to Look. So race five is the Kosciuszko, and out comes eight, 15, 16, and 18. Race six, the Sydney Stakes, uh, he came out at uh, 6.35 this morning because he's into the Tab Everest. Number two, Kamantari. Five, The Astrologist. 18, Wisdom of Water. 22, Battleton. And 23, Tri-State. Two, five, 19, 22 and 23 from race six. Race seven, scratch number three, Lost and Running. 13, Forbidden Love. 14, Apache Chase. And 16, In the Congo. Three, 13, 14 and 16 from race seven, the Tab Everest. Race eight, scratch 14, Espiona. 16, Jimmy the Bear. 17, War Eternal. 18, Stray. And 19, In the Congo. 14, 16, 17, 18 and 19 from race 8. Race 9, scratch 10, Yee Yee. 18, Adios Steve. 19, Singapura. And 20, Cos Luca. 10, uh, 10, 18, 19 and 20 from race number 9. And race 10 is the angst. Take out 13, Papali. And 14, Cap de Joie. 13 and 14 from the 10th and last. Some riders you mightn't have here. Race 5, number 17. Uh, Testator Silence gains a run in the Kosciuszko. Winona Coston uh, will ride there. Race 7, number 15, Kementari is Hugh Bowman. And race 9, number 17, Unanimous, is Keegan Latham. Awaiting riders there for race 6, 21, Irish Songs. And race 8, number 15, Global Ausbred. So that's a look at uh, the scratchings and details for Tab Everest Day here at Randwick. Uh, Wagga is off, unfortunately. Um, uh, they've had a, a stack of rain down that way, and Wagga uh, has been um, 
postponed for today. Uh, so that's a great shame for the club down there due to the state of the track. Same with Daniloquin down that way. We know what the weather's been like. Uh, but let's focus on Newcastle racing now. It's Jungle Juice Cup Day. Ten races at Newcastle. Monster program to get through. And they are on a soft six Newcastle weather fine. The rail's at nine metres from the winning post of the 400 metres. Out seven metres for the remainder. And the scratchings for Newcastle. Total of 36. Uh, races one and two are clear. Race three, take out four, Queen Una. 13, Brazilian Banker. 14, Uconic. 15, Ostwind. 16, Tupolov. And 17, Zillions. Four, 13, uh, four, 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17. Race four, scratch nine, I Am Real. 10, Kazoo. And 14, Power Puff. Nine, 10, and 14 from race four out of Newcastle today. Race five, out comes two, Kahawati. 14, Lubrication. 15, Queen Una. And 16, Kimura. Two, 14, 15, and 16 from race five. Race six, scratch eight, just an upstart. 14 Lilliput, 15 Crash and Bash, 16 Infernia, and 17 Vancouver's Crown. Race 6 Newcastle, scratch 8, 14, 15, 16, and 18. Race 7, scratch 5, Rip and Rui, 6 Shehab, and 7 Tunguska, also 16 Sizzler. Race 7 outcomes 5, 6, 7 and 16. Race 8, scratch 6 Short Shorts, 12 Juventus, 13 Shady and 16 Defeat, 6, 12, 13 and 16 from race 8. Race 9, take out 2, Egyptian Tycoon, 10, Propel, uh, Propel Motion, 12, London, 15, Midnight Oasis, 17, Blue Jagger, and 18, Ventus, 2, 10, 12, 15, 17, and 18 from race 9, and race 10... Uh, out comes five, just Tozer, eight prize draw, 15 uncaged, and 16 Singapura. Five, eight, 15, and 16 from race 10. Uh, let's turn our attention to racing in Queensland today. They are racing at Eagle Farm. Stack of meetings in Queensland today. And there are 10 races on a good four. The rail is out four metres for the entire and we have a total of 28 scratchings. Race one uh, for Eagle Farm. Or, uh, race one, number three, Flying Trapeze comes out. Race one, number three. Race two, number seven, The Drover. Nine, Danazel. Ten, Kozluka. Twelve, Too Good To Be True. And 14, Asaba. Seven, nine, ten. Twelve and 14 from race two. Race three, take out 13, Too Good To Be True. Race four, take out three, So Dapper. And eight, Sacramento Joe. Three and eight out of race four. Race five is as per program. Race six, take out number five, Michelle. And seven, Strategic Position. Five and seven from race six. Race seven, take out three, La Amigo. Eight, Cozzy. Ten, Impact Star. Three, eight and ten from race number seven. Race eight, scratch seven, Greek Hero. Got the cash the other day, or yesterday, was it? Uh, ten, Highlights. Thirteen, Godasi. Fourteen, Moktafi. Fifteen, Barrymore. Sixteen, Kozluka. And seventeen, Salsonic. So race eight, put the pen through. Seven, ten, thirteen, fourteen, 
15, 16 and 17. Race nine, scratch three Blondo, four we own a smart one and nine Burning Crown. So uh, three, four and nine from race number nine. And uh, race 10 at Eagle Farm. Scratch three Street Dancer, 10 Casino Mondial, 12 Catesby and 18 Savory. 3, 10, 12 and 18 from race number 10. Uh, let's go to Caulfield, Caulfield Cup Day and uh, we go on a heavy eight, a heavy eight at Caulfield. Rails out six metres the entire. Weather's fine, so... Um, uh, just the heavy eight to start the day, and that'll be improving. 38 scratchings. Race one, take out three, Hell Hath No Fury. Four denied. Seven climbing star, and eight subliminal. Three, four, seven, and eight in race one. Race two, take out two, Dinero. Four, Grinzinger Bell. Seven, Head of State. Eight, Never Again. Twelve, I'm a Shelby. Thirteen, Skyhorse. Two, four, seven, eight, 12 and 13 from race two. Race three, take out four, Dream Hour, and nine, Hereditary. Four and nine from race three. Race four, scratch 11, Zest for Life. Race five, out comes number four, Zamborghini, and seven, New York Hurricane. Also number 10, Hawaii 5-0. Four, seven, and 10 out of race five at Caulfield. Race six, two, Fatuse, three, one, Diva, four, Najmati, six, Rose Quartz, eight, winning verse, 12, Authentic Jewel, and 13, Tycoon Hummer. Two, three, four, six, eight, 12 and 13 from race number six. Race seven, take out one Bud Rosser, three Malkovich and ten Sartorial Splendor. One, three and ten from race seven. Race eight, scratch two Barb Raider and seven Tycoon Evie. So two and seven from race eight. Race nine, scratch 13 Maximal and 20 Macrum. 13 and 20 from race nine, that is the Caulfield Cup. And race 10, scratch one Lightsaber, two Ayrton, six more than exceed, eight Ironclad, nine Streets of Avalon, ten Shaquiro, fourteen Riddle Me That, and fifteen Old Flame. One, two, six, eight, nine, ten, fourteen, and fifteen from the tenth and last there. A righty of Mott and Had. Race two, number fifteen, the Talking Toff is Dean Yendall. And let's go to Adelaide. Racing at Morpherville today. We'll knock over the scratchings here for racing on the park circuit. Whether on a soft six, uh, the rails are two metres from the thousand to the winning post. The remainder is true. Nine races at uh, the parks at Morpherville. 27 scratchings. Race one, take out six, Perfect Panda. Race one, number six. Race two, take out three, Oath of a Murder. Seven, Good Life Diva. Uh, three and seven from race two. Race three, take out one, Always Sometimes. Three, Ransacker. And eight, Fortis in our... Uh, in Armus, Fortis and Armus. One, three, and eight from race three. Race four, take out three, Exalted Fire. Race five, out comes one, Righty Opal. Three, Hamslet. Five, Good Approach. Six, Venusian. And ten, Heavy Rotation. One, three, five, six, and eight from race ten at Morpherville. Race number six, take out one, Tarzi Calling, five Absailer, and seven, Lord Luca. So uh, one, five, and seven from race six in Adelaide. Race seven, scratch one, Yulong Command, seven, Taunting. Uh, eight, Lunar Hero, and 12, Zerace, one, seven, 
8 and 12 from race number 7. Race 8 scratched 2 Philonies, uh, 3 Blariot, uh, Bla 5 Rodeo and 10 Luna Solar, 2, 3, 5 and 10 from race 8. And race nine, scratch number three, Ridlero, four, Port Louis, ten, Maybe Fate, and thirteen, Disagreeable Miss, three, four, ten, and thirteen. Eight o'clock on Racing HQ Saturday. Great to have you with us uh, on the radio, Sky Thoroughbred Central, up to nine o'clock, and also Sky Racing One. We will take a break on the other side. Big day for the stewards panel. Chairman of the stewards, Mark Van Gestel, will um, give us his thoughts on the day and horses that have appeared in recent stewards reports. Then Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray, Glenn Munsey, they're standing by for the most comprehensive breakdown of Tab Everest Day. Stay with us, a break, and back with more. Hi, it's Matty Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. It could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60-second skills check now at skillscertified.com.au. Get your skills certified. Mum, what would you say about a bonus Woolworths Supermarket e-gift card worth up to $400 on selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley? Can you say it again? No. Nah. It's a great deal. You say it. A bonus Woolworths Supermarket yep. e-gift card yep. worth up to $400. Yep. Can I have a rest? On selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley. It's a great deal of worth. Bingley, better living every day. This spring racing carnival, Fox Cell customers have the chance to win a share of $75,000 just for watching some of the best racing on Sky. With cash on offer across every Group 1 race day, tune in, spot the code word and enter the draw to become $5,000 richer. Enter at skyracing.com.au forward slash Foxtel and join in the excitement this spring. Foxtel customers 18 plus only excludes SANs November 5 T's and C's apply. See website New South Wales TP forward slash 01685 ACTTP 22 forward slash 152 Introducing the Drive Car of the Year, the Kia Sportage. Awarded for its new turbo engine that gives you progressive performance. The Kia Sportage has a boldly sculpted sportsback design and soft touch leather interior, making it a natural leader. Kia Sportage, the Drive Car of the Year. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. Can you imagine the thrill and bragging rights of owning a potential Melbourne Cup runner? Well, that dream can now be a reality with the Racing League. The horse's core team captain, he's trained by Matt Kamani, is currently a $51 chance to win the Melbourne Cup, and this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. The amazing thing is you can still buy into this going concern and own your share of team captain and have a potential Melbourne Cup runner. Own your share of team captain for just $260, and then 20 bucks a month will cover all costs. Simply go to owncupdream.trl.net. That's owncupdream.trl.net. 
www.trl.net. AFSL licence number 223671. Big day at the races for all the participants and no less the stewards. Panel chairman of stewards is Mark Van Gestel on Tab Everest Day. Mark, a very good morning to you. Good morning, Richard. How are you? Good, thank you. Give me a much, a much more pleasant track walk for you guys than, than uh, previous weeks. Uh, uh, just a beautiful day for it here in Sydney. No, it certainly is, and it's, you know, great to see the sun out this morning. And you know, we've got an improving track. Um, you know, that uh, that certainly is going to play very fair from what from what I can see uh, with the rail back and the true. And um, no, very, very much looking forward to it. Big fields to talk about. Uh, uh, I'd imagine there's a few horses you'd like to let the listeners know about that might have appeared in some recent reports there. In the third race, uh, the Craven Plate, um, number seven, SG Fenny. It was first up in the Seymour Cup um, back on the uh, 1st of, uh, of um, sorry, the 2nd of October. And it just did have difficulty obtaining clear running from about the 500 metres to the 200 metres. Only beaten a couple of lengths uh, by no-name lane. And certainly ran on once it uh, got into clear running, so it could improve from its last run. Um, in the Sydney Stakes race, six, uh, number 18, Swats had another one from the big series <laughs> reports from Flemington on the 1st of October. It uh, finished six behind Private Eye, beaten about three lengths in the Gill Guide, but it was held up for clear running from also about the 500 metres and never really obtained clear running to the 100 metres, found the line reasonably well afterwards. And the final one to mention in race eight, number one, Mr Mozart, um, from Rose Hill on the uh, 10th of September in the, the Theo Marks, so finished second behind Kiku, but it did just get crowded at the start and near the 1,000 metres then it started to race keenly, was steady from heels and hung out from that point. Then just in the middle stages, it raced ungenerously, it was wide without cover from that point also and then laid out in the straight. So after the race, it was also found to have lost its off-ball plate. So it had a few things against it and um, you know, certainly one that could improve from its last start also, Richard. Good on you, Mark. Great to chat race morning. Massive day and uh, hope, hope the day goes uh, in an uneventful fashion for yourself and your team. Let's hope so. Thank you. Good on you, Mark Van Gestel, Chairman of Stewards. And, uh, yeah, you can jump onto Racing New South Wales for yourself and uh, have a look at all those stewards reports and you might uh, find a winner or two out of those. Six past eight, time to get stuck into the Sydney Form Talk. Ron Duffercy, welcome back. What a meeting to have a look at. What a meeting. So a uh, few little changes. Um... Well, I've lost two top ticks, actually. Special K and lost and running, but I think I've got worthy replacements. <laughs> Brad Gray, good morning to you. Happy, good morning. happy I was always going to say happy Cascadian day. It is every day, though. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He does take top billing, doesn't he? The big C, but my eyes often deceive me, but I think I just saw Duff just pop out over there and look for the best vantage point to watch Peking Duck a little bit later. Well, I was looking at the... We're on tab turf. It's uh, You're on official tab turf here. It's... Uh, I don't know if it's a good viewing, but uh, it's out wide. You allowed in there, Munns? Good morning. Uh, I'm not allowed in a lot of places, Richard. <laughs> but, um, uh, uh, no, it'll be interesting here. Um, people will be turning up. Uh, they'll be now um, covering their red V and their lost and running jackets and just being part of the Blue Jacket team for Special K. And uh, the cult hero finally gets a run in a uh, in a Tab Everest representing Tab. And uh, terrible, terrible news this morning. Um, Yesterday afternoon, John was very, very confident mm. that it was just a minor irritation and the fact that it was within 24 hours of the race, he couldn't treat it. And hearing him this morning saying he'll be right by Monday yeah. and he's ready to rock and roll next week or probably the nature strip. But, mm. um, you know, for Carl and, and all the team there, 
uh, and John said, you know, the staff. So, you know, that's a couple of times now they've had, you know, horses like Benno a couple of weeks ago and now lost and running. Major, major races and on the eve of the race, uh, you know, there's something, well, in a way, it's completely out of your hands. Uh, you're in the lap of the gods with finely tuned animals and, and we heard Cav talk about uh, it's me this morning. You, you can have them absolutely perfect mm-hmm. and there's still that 0.01% of an opportunity for something to go wrong and, and it has with those horses. And John was good enough to come on this morning. He didn't have to, but um, he did. And, and I'll tell you what, you know, he, he, he could have, you know, kicked the cat and everything yeah. like that, but he came on and he said, well, you know, I'll I tell you what, probably won't be the last time that happens to him, and it hasn't been the first time that's happened to a trainer. No, it is what it is. Unfortunately, it's in a $15 million race, but he's such a good horse, and we hope he uh, he will be back this time next year to have another crack at it, but there's a lot more races for him to, to be winning in the meantime. Let's get stuck in, shall we? Ten races to get through, and our first race here at Ramwick today on Tab Everest Day, uh, a 12.30 start for the Bisley Workwear Reginald Allen, and we start the day months with the three-year-old fillies here. They're on the sniff for some black type, a listed race over the four. 1400 metres. Yeah, righto. Let's rip in on Tab Everest Day. The first here, Wingardium, is a $12 chance. You reckon they've been out of play with this market this morning? Wild Botanica is $11. Lady Harlem is a $13 chance. Amati at $10. A lot more love with blinkers on today at $8. Lonrioli at $10. Rosetta with the blinkers on is a $21 chance. Thinking Rain with the blinkers on at $26. Orzala is a $6 chance. Paracel, uh, earmuffs pre-race, $5.50, and that price makes it favourite, funnily enough, at $5.50. Yankee Hustle is a $21 chance. Call Die at $15. We've got Fun Sunday with the winkers on at $31. Ningaloo Star is a $41 chance, and Vienna Princess is at $31. Well... This is going to be a massive betting race, as will the second, because again, today, the tab promotion races one and two here at Ramwick. We'll also carry forward to Eagle Farm and Caulfield, races one and two. Your first 50, well, up to $50 bet, fixed odds via the tab app, the new and improved and updated tab app, or at tab.com.au, via your tab account. If your horse does not win, you will qualify for a bonus bet of up to $50 there. So this will be a massive betting race. Most popular runner in the race is a lot more love. Um, and this morning has stayed an $8 chance after as much as $11 was bet about it. Second pick would be Orzala, um, who's been as short as $4.80. It's out to $6 now. Third pick is Paracel. As much as $8, it is now $5.50. The significant uh, move this morning was Call Dye, who was $23 into as short as $10. And uh, someone must have had the fat finger episode there because it's back to $15. It... Wingardium, Amati and Lonrioli have all had support. How do the girls settle down here, Brad? Yeah, it looks a relatively straightforward speed map, dare I suggest. Uh, obviously, we're li- working with limited information because they've only had a handful of starts, most of these girls. But Lon Rioli, uh, she is a big, leggy thing. Have a look at her in the yard. She'll tower over the rest of them. She'll come across from the wide gate. I think it actually works out quite well for her. Fun Sunday won't be far away. And Wild Botanica just punches up in behind. A lot more love. The blinker's gone for the first time. Barrier one, they won't waste that. Competitive race, hard to line up. But I think this is the value runner of the day here, number six, Lon Rioli. I think she strides across from that outside draw. She gets into a rhythm. Hopefully, 
Uh, she can handle a bit of soft going because I think she's going to run you a, a, a ripper race here. So I'm keen to back her. Um, well, yeah, who, do you, who are the dangers? There's plenty of them. I think a lot more to lo- a lot more love sets up well with a 1400 metre win inside draw and blinkers. Nine. Ozala, John O'Shea has always spoke highly of her, and I couldn't believe when they went up 50 to 1 Rosetta here. 21's probably more like it. Um, look, I know if you just want to judge her on one run, she is a 25 to 1 chance that first up run, but go to last preparation, that run, you know, behind uh, Caboli and Ozapenko, uh, that looks really good, and uh, Chris has thrown a set of blinkers on her today uh, to try and get some of this black tight from an inside draw, so she's good value. 6, 5, 9 and 7. I've gone 2, 6, 9 and 10. I'm going to throw Wild Botanica into the mix. She's got that season benchmark form. Uh, she's fourth up here, I I thought she showed really good heart there last time out in a race that was set up for the closers and arbitration just picked her off there on the line so back to her own sex yes she's got a bit of weight but she maps beautiful just to park in behind the speed and the wet track holds no fears so i can only see her running well at six lonrioli i tend to agree with duff she's a, a big scopey rangy filly i think she'll love all the room uh, that she gets from that wide gate just to carve across catch me if you can it all clicked for her at goulburn last uh, nine or zala tricky one to judge uh, obviously bounced back from a disappointing performance there at canterbury on debut with a good win at Newcastle in a race that wasn't really set up for her. Uh, she did show indications there that she is better than that narrow margin suggests. And the maidener, uh, Paracel, respect the placement of James Cummings here, and I think that's a pretty handy maiden that she does come out of. The third horse, uh, Prince of Pessa, freaked that form yesterday at the Provincials. So two, six, nine, and ten. Normally give you Darren Fendell's numbers. I don't know whether that uh, central screen there is frozen or not, and Darren's numbers flick up there to give to you, but um, can't give you Darren's numbers just for the moment, but I'm sure stay with us for... Uh, behind the gates and Darren Flindell will join us after 10 o'clock and give us his thoughts and numbers uh, on the day's uh, proceedings. Let's uh, get on to race number two at Ramwick today and uh, Munns, this is the Big Dance wild card here and they race for $150,000 over the mile. Yeah, righto. We start with Kerwin's Lane who is the $3.70 favourite who's been three fifty out to three ninety, back to three seventy already this morning. Wild Chaps a $14 chance. Steely at $4.60. Rensday is out. This uh, There might be a deduction. I'll have to check. Sorry. Uh, Five Kingdom at $17. Tampering is a $23 chance. Cisco Bay at $34. Kozluka at $126. We've got Wicklow at $7. Solar Apex is an $8.50 chance. Prince of Alina at $17. Dream Runner is at $19. Too Big Fari is an $18 chance. Casino Mondial $41. Point Counterpoint is out. Blesk at 23 And the Guru was $81 and it's still there. Most popular runner here is Wicklow. No, sorry, sorry. Uh, Kerwin's Lane, most popular runner. And I've told you, 350 out to 390, back to 370 today after $6 was bet about it. Second pick is Wicklow. And he's been 650 out to seven after he went up 550. And third pick is Steely, who went up as much as 750, being as short as $4.20, is out to $4.60. And the deductions here for Ren's Day and Point Counterpoint. As I press on that, I'll give them to you after you've given your tips. Uh, 
well, I suppose we have a handle on these horses pretty well, don't we, Brad? How, how do you see the map going? Well, we do. I don't think it'll be a crazy tempo up front. Probably just average. Too big Fari, 52 kilos, a wideish gait. Uh, he'll roll forward. Uh, we'll see enough of him to know that he's pretty versatile. Wild chap can take up a position. Uh, you've got the likes of tampering in the field. He's pretty versatile. Maybe today's the day they push the button to be on top of the speed. And Casino Mondial and Five Kingdom, uh, both second up out to the mile. Uh, they can race considerably closer here, Duff. Yeah, you're right. There's a couple here that could go much more forward today. Um, especially reading the map and uh, they have been on pace runners before especially horses like Casino Mondial and Tampering like you said even Five Kingdom and Two Big Fari went forward the other day as well but um, look I can see he needs a little bit to go right in the run here number three Steely but I, I thought he was terrific over an unsuitable distance there first up uh, look 1200 straight to a mile look I'll, I'll trust he can handle that um, he's one up to 1,800 metres. Soft track's perfect for him. I think he's hard to beat. Kerwin's Lane's his danger. Um, with the fat second up record, it speaks for itself. Uh, and the good draw. Nine, Wicklow. Another one, backmarker needs a lot to go right, but has the talent, especially now that he's back on a softer track. Even though he's won a couple of times on the goodies, form this prep's been quite solid on the softer tracks. And best of the rest is two wild chap. He's just flying and gets that... Puts himself straight into the box seat again. Three, one, nine, and two. I'm one thirteen, three and two. If you were to tailor made or tailor make a, a race for a horse, Kerwin's Lane, I think uh, today. And, and it's now three dollars thirty. Well, there you go. So it's three fifty to three ninety to three thirty. The boss has arrived. That's right. What do you call yeah. them, Edward Scissorhands? Yeah. And I, I could mention a certain implement that I use, but Russell Barwick will probably tweet about it, so I won't. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But. You look at his setup here, like second up perfect, mile perfect, sting out of the ground perfect, lovely draw. It just all falls into place for him up to run up to his best. And if he does that, I think he'll win. 13 2 Big Fari. Uh, he'll roll be long, rolling on the out in front. Did lose his way there uh, momentarily, but Todd Howlett's got him right back on track. I thought he was fantastic there last start when touched off by Mensa Missile, dropping eight kilos. Uh, and he was coming back in trip there, so I think it's a nice setup for him to run up to his best. Also, three Steely does have to cope with a jump from 12 to 1600 metres but nobody missed his, his first up run. Uh, he ran some very sharp time home and two wild chap. He'll put himself in the right spot and he is a last start group winner. One thirteen, three and 2 I thought they rang the bell at uh, 9 o'clock where everyone gets on, not 10 past 8, you know, so... Uh, uh, well, I can tell you... This Maybe is they preempt the rush. There's a significant amount of money on it this morning. OK. Which is a lot of money for 20 past 8 in the morning. Mm. The punters um, are up and about nice and early. Yeah, I, I'm saying well into five figures. Okay. One, two, three. Yeah, five, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the screen's frozen on Darren's numbers for race one, which is good if you didn't give him before, but uh, uh, just go back to race one. Darren's numbers in race one, five, ten, twelve and nine. Five, ten, twelve and nine. And in race number two, Darren Flindell, he makes number one, Kerwin's Lane, a special. Best of the day to beat number ten, Solar Apex. He throws number three, Steely, in for third, and then nine at Wicklow. So one a good thing from 10, three, and nine for Darren in race number two. Race three, Muns, the race where, oh, no, it's the Tab Everest, but let's be honest, we're all here to see the Craven Plate favourite. His name is Cascadian. What, uh, what price 
the big fella at the moment, Munns, for yeah, race three. Back to those deductions in the second for the two scratchings, point counterpoint and also Ren's Day, two cents a win and nothing the place for either one of them. Well, the uh, the new tab app, special uh, Cascadian race here, uh, race number three uh, for you boys. He's a dollar seventy-five. He's been a dollar sixty-five out to a dollar seventy-five, back to a dollar seventy this morning. Just Folk is a twelve-dollar chance. Surf Dancer at four dollars and forty cents. We've got Warning at fifty-one dollars, and he's in from as much as one hundred and twenty-six dollars already today. Uh, Zarek at twenty-one dollars. Lure Me In is a thirty-four-dollar chance. Estefany at forty-one dollars. He's a shocker at twenty-six dollars. Pinarello is a nineteen-dollar chance, and the three-year-old, Promito, is at $10. Uh, most popular runner here, as you could well imagine, is uh, Cascadian. To, as much as two thirty in the all-in market, best price final field has been $1.90. And as I said to you, well, it was $1.60 yesterday. Uh, so, since yesterday, he's been $1.60 out to $1.75, back to $1.70. What about that trim up for warning? $126 to $51 today. Mm, your map, Brad. Matt, Surf Dancer leads. Where else do we go to after that? Zarek can be handy. Just Folk can be handy. I guess that's a little query for Cascadian here, Duff. I don't think James McDonald can just flop out the back no, like he normally no. does. Cascadian just think that he's, he's too good for the likes of Surf Dancer because this drying track does make it a little bit trickier than maybe first thought. Yeah, it's um, on paper. He looks, like, you know, on form, he looks a good thing. But just the the structure of this race, he's going to be on his toes. But he's the right man to be on his toes. So, yep. um, look, I think he picks himself. He's hard enough to beat. Don't want to char- I don't want to charge you to a dollar seventy, but he was just so dominant there in the hill stakes, and this field is no better. Um, I'm, I've been tipping this three-year-old. I've I got to put him in just in case he runs 1,800 metres uh, because he does suck up with 50 kilos on his back behind the lead here, I think. Uh, surf dancer, you had to like his win in the Shannon there first up. Wasn't a good track, and I, I think it's off six... He's okay for him. He's won three on the soft, I suppose. But I think he's a bit awesome to try. And Pinarello is a big improver today. These next two runs have been his target races. It was the run he had to have the other day um, uh, at Rose Hill. And I think he's a, a massive improver. One ten, three and nine. Oh, one three, ten and eight. Cascadian on top. He's entitled to be an odds-on favourite, as Duff referenced, when you're beating uh, the likes of New Merion and Montefilia in the manner he did last start. Uh, and then in another wait for age race, you're entitled to be an odds-on favourite. J-Mate's got a fantastic association uh, with Cascadian. Six rides, three wins, two minors. So everything aligns quite nicely for him to hold his form. What I will say is that his best recent runs have been in genuinely run races as opposed to sit and sprint. So that is in the back of my mind, but all being equal, uh, he should still be too good. Surf Dancer looks the logical threat. Catch me if you can out in front. Uh, does rise to wait for age after carrying 53 and a half in a race where he completely dictated from in front there in the Shannon. But he did a good job, uh, and I think he's returned particularly well. Ten Promito, it's the wild card, 50 kilos on his back, uh, punches up, probably midfield. Uh, it's impossible to get any guide in terms of where that three-year-old form measures up against these horses, uh, but he certainly deserves a lot of respect. And eight, he's a shocker, I think he's a big improver. Getting onto a, a track with the sting out of it, he is a wet tracker. Uh, the Turnbull was completely incon- inconclusive. They didn't go a genuine enough gallop for him, and it was on a firm surface. So, one, three, ten and eight. Darren Flindell, uh, he's with Cascadian to bank another $430,000 this afternoon for first prize. One Cascadian uh, to beat three Surf Dancer, uh, ten Promito and seven Estefany. One, three, ten and seven for Darren in race three. The new tab app Craven played on to race four on
on Tab Everest Day. And this is the $500,000, the Star St. Ledger Stakes, the Stayers here, Munns, getting over the 2,600 metres. Yeah, just uh, before we start, Richard, I've got a note here from Adam Reitenskeld, and he said, uh, we're gutted for the connections of our Tab Everest runner, Lost and Running. We'd like to thank John O'Shea, Huey Bowman, the owners, uh, for their passion and the way that they've worked with us to promote the race. Most importantly, we send Lost and Running our heartfelt best wishes for a speedy recovery and look forward to seeing him back at the track. We've chosen Kementari to represent us today and are looking forward to a sensational Tab Everest race day, one of the world's great race days. So that's from Adam Wrightenskelt, the, the boss of uh, Tab Corp, with uh, that news this morning that Lost and Running is out of the Tab Everest, replaced by Kementari for Tab. OK, the Kosciuszko, which is also a massive race today, and uh, we'll get on to that uh, shortly, but we'll get on to the St Ledger first of all for the star. And Kukaracha here is out. Two cents a win and one cent the place. Stockman, $3.70. Arapahoe is a $10 chance. Fun fact, with the synthetic hoof filler off at $26. Sacramento is a $7.50 chance. Card de Noir is $2.25 and favourite. Cariff with the winkers on, but the blinkers off at $11. Chalk Stream, now here we go. Wonder if Charles has put forward these gear changes, uh, the new owner. The offside bubble checker goes on, the Norton bit goes on, the earmuffs are pre-race only, the lugging bit comes off and the cross noseband comes off and some people would say Charles may need those gear changes himself. Uh, $13 for Chalkstream, Papalino is out, no deduction, Outlandos at 71 and Deniloquin is a $51 chance. Uh, Radio, most popular runner here is Card de Noir, uh, as short as 215 uh, and now out to 225. Stockman, the second pick, uh, 390 earlier this morning, now 370. And third pick would be now Chalk Stream, who was as much as $19 this morning, is now 13. They'll sort themselves out here, Brad, but so uh, is there a bit, bit of tempo here? What what happens? There is a bit of tempo here. So we saw the Metrop a couple of weeks ago where they just walked in front. I don't think that'll be the case here with Sacramento and Fun Fact keeping each other busy. Cadre du Noir has to come across, and we know Cariff. Uh, he'll keep them honest there, just in behind the speed. Yes, and who knows what Chalkstream's going to do as well. Mm. But um, look, I'm tipping Stockman. I was more comfortable with him, you know, on a, you know, eight or a seven. If we get to a six, I think there's a big, big danger here in Sacramento. Um, I think he's been flying on unsuitable tracks and he's ready to uh, pounce at 2,600 metres, taking control here. Uh, so, look, Stockman to beat Sacramento, but I can see value in the five. Six, Cadre de Noir. He's well found. He's lifted to the better class of his past couple and he does look a stay on the rise. And Chalkstream could surprise here. Didn't mind his trial the other day and uh, he's just had a, a few little stops in his preparation but he's a, he's a dower stayer uh, which he proved in the Queen's Cup last prep. Two, five, six and eight. Two on top for me as well here. Stockman two, six, eight and three. He's beautifully set up. Stockman fifth up, 2,600 metres, more genuinely run race. I don't think he was well suited uh, by that muddling tempo in the Metrop. He was one of the first horses that came under pressure. And as he gets deep into his campaign, he just doesn't have that turn of foot. He is a genuine staying type. So set weights and penalties, beautifully placed here uh, when you look at his rating compared to the rest 
of this field. Cadre Dunois continues to race really well, a bit tricky uh, in the early stages where he finds himself, but you've got plenty of time to, to find a spot potentially just in behind the speed. All he has to do is run either up to one of his, his past couple of efforts there and he's in the finish again. Eight Chalk Stream, want to be a bit forgiving of his effort there behind Cadre Dunois last start. Yes, he has seven lengths to turn around on that horse and he is six weeks between runs, but did take off in the middle stages and that just told at the finish. And Arapahoe, he too wasn't suited there in the Metro and I thought he was working to the line quite well. Two, six, eight and three. Darren's numbers for race four, five, six, two and eight. He's with number five, Sacramento, uh, to get the job done from number six, Cadre de Noir, uh, two, Stockman, and then number eight, Chalk Stream. So five, six, two and eight for Darren. Um, sorry, Munz. No, I was going to say, so give Darren's tips here. Um, I was just saying, Ronnie, we, you talked about Stockman there. This penetrometer is 5.8. To be a soft six, the penetrometer has to be 5.75. No, we're not so far we're, off. We're looking at an upgrade here. You'd have to think. And maybe another penetrometer is taking. And maybe another one six. before the end of the day. Yeah. Well, last year we started on 5.72 penetrometer, a soft seven. We're upgraded to a soft six after race one. We're upgraded to a soft five after the Kosciuszko, which was race five. Mm. Okay. But it hadn't had the drain, you know. Well, we had that 100 mils in a week. That's right. Uh, that, you know, but we, you know, the major rain's been seven days ago. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Five, six, two and eight for Darren. Speaking of the Kosciuszko, that's our next race to look at here. Race five at Ramwick today, the $2 million Kosciuszko. Uh, Good luck to everyone involved here, Munns, and we're going over the 1,200 metres. What a great field gets together. Yeah, well, if you've got some excited owners going around for $2 million in the Kosciuszko, what about the people that have been lucky enough to win a slot to pick that become basically an owner for the day to, to share in the runners today? So good luck to all of those. So we start with Art Cadeau in what a magnificent Kosciuszko this is. Uh, it's a $9 chance. We've got Handle the Truth at $8. Front page is a $5 chance. Nemeth at $26. The party will go for a month if it wins. Another one at $13. Far too easy, $4.20, and that price makes it favourite. We've got Fender at uh, with the nose roll on and the blinkers off at $21. It's Me is out. Tragic for Cav and the team there. 13 cents a win and 12 cents a place. Next runner is Cavalier Charles at $34. Anathol is an $11 chance. Spiranak at $16. Commando Hunt with the blinkers off at $23. The undefeated Talbragar at $15. Lamelody at $18. Uh, scratch the next two. Go down to Testator Silence. Winona Costin, your rider there, with the earmuffs pre-race off. It was $31 earlier today. I'll check for you, and it still is. Righto, let's go back and have a look here. Most popular runner since the market went up on Wednesday is far too easy, and as much as $11 was bet about it in the first um, uh, hour on Wednesday. Second pick would be another one, a breath in front of Talbragar, who's been as much as $51, Talbragar, and was into $19 when It's Me came out yesterday. And next pick would be Art Cadeau, then front page. Bit of quality here, Brad, some fast horses. Yes, so there's a couple with 1,000 metre speed, so they'd be doing well to keep out the likes of Talbragar and La Melody from the wide draw front page. Won't be far away. Uh, you've got Handle the Truth in the race. He's versatile. He can settle just about anywhere. Uh, and listening to Cav this morning, speaking to you guys, Sam Clipperton's going to get op an open bookie with Fender. Uh, if he does jump on terms, he can follow La Melody across. Otherwise, he could find himself back in the field here. Yeah, I'm not so sure it's going to be Handlebars down here. Um, you know, you've got two stable 
stable mates who have bluffed everything out of the lead here and I don't know if they settle well enough to come back to the field but I, I just don't think it's going to be as hectic as some people may think here um, yeah I'm a fan of Far Too Easy I missed the, missed the start with the price I've liked him for a few weeks and all of a sudden he's um, $4.20 anyway I think he's had a beautiful prep everything's fallen into place for him looks a a beaut race for him, 1,200 metres, third up now. He's top pick for mine. There's a chance he might be a real good thing. Uh, he's the best horse here, front page. If he, you know, we're, we're talking on nearly past life form, but he hasn't, he, he's just been jinxed most of his career when he's ready to go to a grand final and um, all of a sudden something goes wrong. But he's here, he's in good shape. Um, obviously he's got good fresh form and just that we've got he's got the jump outs but we haven't I, I, don't, I like to have a look at him before i can tip him but he, he he's very likable art cadeau what what can you say about him he's an absolute beauty and i do think the forgotten horse is fender here he's got open company form he's a good fresh performer and he's here to run well great race Six three one seven three one eleven six. I'm happy to take that leap of faith with front page. If the Walkertown Plate version of front page rolls into Randwick today, look out! That was an, an amazing win. So first up, he can hopefully replicate that form. If he doesn't sit outside the lead, he just parks in behind the speed, and he should have absolutely no excuses. And what a fantastic opportunity for Tyler Schiller here, uh, getting the ride on the second favourite in the Kosciuszko. And his birthday. It today. is his birthday. Yeah. So everything's aligned beautifully, hasn't it? Huh? Art Cadeau, uh, nine dollars. I think that's all right for this horse. He's just so consistent, isn't he? So he's the defending champ. Uh, he was a $4 favourite in that in this race 12 months ago. He got the job done as he so often does. I can't see him missing a hole from a perfect gate, sting out of the ground perfect and, and fresh. Terry Robinson. Uh, we know Terry's record in races like this. 11 Spiranak. Uh, she'll be hitting the line here, no doubt in the world. She was a little bit unlucky in this same race 12 months ago. Nobody missed her first up run. Uh, she really savaged the line behind Foxfighter. That tops her off nicely. Second up and far too easy. I've got in there as the fourth pick. But 3-1, 11 and 6. Darren Flindell, best seat in the house for Darren, calling all the action here today. And as far as the Kosciuszko goes, with number 11, Spiranak, to be two, handle the truth, one, Art Cadeau, and six, far too easy, 11, two, one, six. What a great race that's going to be. As will race six this afternoon, the Fujitsu General Sydney Stakes, a $2 million race at Group 3 level, 1,200 metres. Hunters get involved here, Munns. This is some race. Is it what? And I cannot remember a, as big a sprint field for a major race at Ramwick. Uh, I stand to be corrected, though. But let's get through them here. And it is uh, $5 the field. Starting with Apache Chase at that $5 makes it equal favourite. Kementari is out. He's got bigger fish to fry. Special K today. Uh, six cents a win and three cents a place a deduction there. Gem Song at $23. In the Congo, $5.00. And equal favourite. The Astrologist is out. Three sets of win, nothing the place. Band of Purr at $126. Remark at $5.50. What about if you're on it at the $26 all in? Tycoonist at $26. Brutality at $26. Prime Candidate, $61. Shelby, $66 at $34. Blondeau at $26. Riadini's back today with the blinkers off at $41. Rocketing by at $51. We own a smart one at $23. Soldier of Love with the blinkers on, the tongue tie on at $101. Forbidden Love Returns 
uh, 56-day break there, a $9 chance. Swats that at $13. Wisdom of Water out, no deduction. Waihaha Falls gets the run here. Got towed up by Lost and Running the other morning on the track, but it's $6.50. Irish Songs with the winkers on at $151 and scratch the bottom two. Righto, what are we left with here? Uh, most popular runner easily is Remark. In fact, double the investment on... In fact, more than double now because it was double Kementari. So it's, it's Remark, in fact, now five times as popular as Apache Chase, We Own a Smart One and Waihaha Falls. Again, if we had a racing and sports speed map, which we may do, there's red everywhere. There Surely. Is, there is red everywhere. Uh, you've got Prime Candidate. He only knows one way. In the Congo's got no option but to come across. Forbidden Love does have speed, but she has shown versatility in the past. So they'll just ride to the pattern of this track. We'll get a good guide. Five races in. Apache Chase has got some toe. We own a smart one. Soldier of Love. Uh, he led over 1,200 metres first up. This is a bit different second up in a hotter field, but he won't be far away either. And then you've got Riadini. Not necessarily a a 1,200-metre horse, but he is a speed horse himself, so no mucking around here. Yeah, what runs favourite here? I've got no idea. Does this way ha ha falls run favourite? Um, anything goes. I am left with Apache Chase, the tried and proven tough nut, comes out of the right race, the Premier Stakes, has a good draw, has natural speed, and he's as tough as Teak. He did win a Group 1 second up last preparation. Admitted, admittedly, it's uh, 1,300 metres, but look, Desi, Desi had had him mad fresh here for his second up performance. I think if she has any luck, uh, Forbidden Love's got a terrific chance to freshen back up here on the soft ramwick. Four in the Congo. Um, uh, he's, he's another one being freshened up. Latest trial was good. And I'll throw in seven remark who's it's his moment. These two wins back have been pretty good, and he does get off the bit on pace here, so uh, it looks a much more suitable assignment for him um, as far as getting him to settle and showing what he's got. I'm terrified of why Ha Ha falls as well. One seventeen four and 7. 7, 3, 20 and 1. I've got a spot here for Waihaha Falls. Would have loved a gate with him. It's going to be a little bit tricky from out there, but we'll, as I say, we'll know uh, in terms of where you want to be on this track uh, come the middle of the card. But Remark, I think he's a really good gamble today. It's a lovely setup for him. I think he's still on the up. Uh, typical of Team Hawks. They would have left a little bit up the sleeve there. Third up. I imagine this has always been uh, one of his grand finals this campaign. He's just been working his way back into form. The gelding operation has done the job with him. He's won two on the trot and Hugh Bowman sticks. He's going to get a lovely trail in behind a really genuinely run race, so no excuses for him. I think Gem Songs are a really good smoky in this race. I think this has been some kind of setup, nice and fresh. A big winner of the Star Kingdom first up last campaign. It too will relish a good speed here, and I thought its trials were deceptively good. Uh, so yeah, I think he's going well. 20 Wehaha Falls needs some luck from the gate, but he put the riding on the wall. Uh, last preparation, he's certainly one to follow as he goes through the grades and one Apache Chase uh, coming through that Premier Stakes. You have to respect the depth of that form. 7, 3, 20 and 1. Okay, Darren's numbers here for the $2 million Sydney Stakes and uh, they come up for our Sky Thoroughbred Central viewers. Shortly, number one, Apache Chase on top for Darren to be 20 Wehaha Falls. 7 remark and 4 in the Congo. 1, 20, 7 and 4 for Darren in race 6 months. And 
and Keegan Latham rides Irish songs. Our listeners are our best researchers, Richard, and I'd like to thank Ryan from Rayworth for that uh, message that he sent through. Good on you, Ryan. 24-hour cover for 24 hours a day. Peace of mind. No access on life-saving surgery claims. Agreed value, agreed value fall rate guarantee and the optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales. All with guaranteed renewal, a clause pioneered by HQ. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure insure with HQ. 22 minutes to nine. Short break here on Racing HQ Saturday on the other side. Uh, look at races seven through ten including the $15 million Tab Everest. Back shortly. Just went to Bottle Mart. How would you like your whiskey, hun? Well, that depends on what whiskey you bought. They had Grant's Triple Wood, one litre for $56.99. Well, I would like that fine beverage served on the rocks with a twist of orange peel, please, my dear. Orange peel? It brings out the spicy vanilla sweetness. I'll have mine poured over ice with cola and an orange wedge. It's so refreshing that way. Ah, true. Two barrels make it good, the third makes it Grant's. Triple Wood for a smoother taste. One hour delivery available in selected areas. Just download our app. Catalogue specials out now at bottlemart.com.au. I'm here with David Warner reacting to the news that some people are not signed up the KO and will just assume their cricket matches on the telly. Thoughts, David? Yeah, nah, don't assume. Well, there you have it. David Warner says, don't assume. KO Sports. Watch all your team's matches. Hi, it's Matty Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. It could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60-second skills check now at skillscertified.com.au. Get your skills certified. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. On races one and two at Randwick, Caulfield and Eagle Farm this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet. And if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858. HQ Insurance gives you peace of mind with 24-hour fall cover and no excess on life-saving surgery claims. Plus optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ. Racing HQ. Brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the new TAB app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the show. Over Getting the set <laughs> four races to get through here. Let's go to the main event, shall we? Quarter past four. You don't want to miss it. The Tab Everest, $15 million. A lazy $6.2 million. If you can run first here, Munns, Nature Strip. What's, uh, what's happening with the big horse? What's happening with the market in general for this great race? Yeah, righto. Well, he was uh, he was 165 after the scratching this morning of Lost and Running. He got into 160, but he's back to 165 now. Uh, we've Old got 65, if you don't mind. Oh, they've gone into panic mode. Uh, and it's double figures the fest. 
Double figures the rest, Jeez. which I think is very surprising. Uh, we've got Eduardo on the second second here as a $10 chance. Lost and running out. Nine cents a win and ten cents a place a deduction there. Mars Crusader at $10. Now, he's got the Winkers back on today. Mars Crusader carried Winkers in the race last year. Marzu at $17. Private Eye at $15. Overpass with the Winkers on at $51. Ingratiating at $41. Joyful Fortune with the earmuffs pre-race at $60. Shades of Rose at 31. Jackano at 11. Giga Kick at 21. Scratch the next two. Special K gets the run. Huey Bowman takes the ride. And he's a $41 chance. And scratched in the Congo. Well, it's all about nature strip here. Um, he was he was a $2 chance last night. He might have even been into odds on last night. Uh, but the significant thing is here, he's into $1.65. Basically, every other runner has stayed the same price or got out. Well, I don't get it. Uh, anyway, speed? Speed, Eduardo. So, Joyful Fortune has a role to play here, but I'm thinking that the intent that Nash is going to show early yeah. on Eduardo probably forces Tom Sherry's hand in terms of just happy to, to take a trail in behind. That gives Nature Strip a lovely drag across. I think Sam Clipperton uh, needs to get the first couple of hundred metres right because I think there is a spot in behind those two because they will break up enough in the early stages for maybe him to sit one out, one back. Shades of Rose. And, and, and that graphic there, Kem and Tari will start from barrier seven. So once you get to overpass in barrier six, move all the others out one. Kem and Tari takes seven. Nature Strip has barrier 12. Yeah. And Shades oh. of Rose is the other one. Now, she is typically a speed horse, but looking at her replays, she is a horse that can be half tardy away. Mm. So you can get away with that against the mares. Do you think that Nash and Joe think that the times they've beaten Nature Strip, they've they've put the pressure on and just got him out of his comfort zone a little bit rather than let him yes. just pull and charge on the point of the turn Correct. and worry everyone out of it. And they may have it in their head, we can beat him with sheer speed and, and pull the sting out of him. They're going to know that the only way they can beat him is to be two lengths in front of him, yeah. zipping for home. Yeah. Intriguing race. Look, I'm left with Nature Strip. I don't know about $1.65. This, I reckon this is going to be a huge go, Mars Crusader. As far as $10 is not his price, especially if that penetrometer you're talking about comes to fruition. He has peaked up. He's going to find a fast race. He's going to find a dry track, a drier track, and it sets up beautifully for him. I think he's a huge danger. Mizzou looks overs, and Jack and I will go better now. We're getting a drying track as well. One, four, five, eleven. One, two, four, five for me. I'm going with the class up the top. Uh, no prizes for finding him. Nature strip. Uh, yeah, he's hard to beat, isn't he? He runs up to his best. He wins. Simple as that. Two, Eduardo. I think if you're playing around your multiples, the old boy's only going to run well here. Uh, I know you can look at his last start effort and think, did he run up to his best? Maybe he didn't, but I don't think he was ridden to his asset, which is that sustained speed. So grand final day. Joe Pride is very bullish about how this horse is going, and that combination with Nash, uh, plenty has been said about that. Four Mars Crusader, if the leaders happen to overdo it, he'll be the one smoking the pipe and look out late. You've only got to go back 12 months ago to see how close he got to Nature Strip. And five, Marzu. They're going to have to get the, the, the first couple hundred metres right, uh, but he does have a sense of timing, and he is in the right hands there. Grand final trainers, uh, Peter and Paul Snowden, one, two, four, and five. What gets the biggest roar of the day? If Nature Strip looms up, if Kemantari looms up, or Art Cadeau? Kemantari. Kemantari. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't script it any better, could you? No, the 11th hour, the morning of... 
Steven Spielberg uh, would be proud of that. He's just looking up there, hang on, it's my day. That's it right. just could be my day. Um, number one on top in the Tab Everest for Darren Flindell. One nature's trip to beat more uh, four Mars Crusader. Nine Joyful Fortune and 11 Jack and O. One, four, nine and 11 for Darren in race seven, the Tab Everest. Race eight is a ripper. The Silver Eagle run this weekend. A million dollars up for grabs here, Munns. A really good group of four-year-olds here at the 1,300 metres. Yes, and first three place getters exempt from the ballot for the Golden Eagle on the 29th of October at Rose Hill Gardens. And Mr Mozart here has been 3.30 into 2.90 so far today. 2.90 and favourite Mr Mozart. Startantes at $6. Valana is an $8 chance. Kiss Sum at $13. Flying Crazy at $61. Ranch Hand with the blinkers on at $71. Brigantine at $18. Lock Eagle is an $11 chance. Morris's me dad is at 61, in from 71. Waterford with the barrier extension on, the stay and chain on, and synthetic hoof filler on the off four is a $5 chance. Katili is a $34 pop. Ton of grit at 126. Lavish girl at 14. Espiona out. She'll run next week in the uh, invitation. Nine cents a win and nine cents a place. Global Osbred with the winkers off at 200 to one and scratch the remaining four runners. No deduction taken for those. Very, very good battle here. In fact, there's only $200 between Mr Mozart and Waterford and they are more than double the investment on the third pick, which is Valana now and then Kissam. Does Mr Mozart take control, Brad? How does this go? Oh, I wouldn't say he takes control because you've got Lavish Girl drawing the wide gate here. So whether Brenton uh, wants to hand up, I don't think it makes too much difference if he holds the front or he just takes the trail behind Lavish Girl. Uh, you've got Kota Healy. John O'Shea made his intentions known uh, with you guys this morning that he's a horse better ridden on speed. Uh, and he can find, he, he'll find his feet just in behind it here. Valana won't be far away and maybe the... Uh, Emergency Global Osbrad can take up a four position here. Yeah, probably can. No matter what happens, it looks a lovely script for Mr Mozart. They're finding him now, um, understandably so. I think he's the better of the day. Uh, yeah, like I said, he was 380 yesterday. Well, that's with Espiona in there, I suppose. But 290. Yep, I still think he'll win. I think Valana is going to be the, the black booker, maybe, coming out of this race. He just might come in here one run short with the the Golden Eagle being his main target, but he still might be good enough. Waterford needs all the breaks. We know he's good enough. I think they'd be hoppy, happy with a top three finish, and you'd see a new Golden Rose favourite if that happened. And Lock Eagle, um, that was enormous, that midweek win, and he's certainly in contention here. I was tipping Brigantine last week, and obviously from the draw and the map he was getting, but he's, uh, even though I'm posing him because of the barrier, he's getting the big odds. I'm still respecting him. 1, 3, 10 and 8. 1, 8, 3, 4. For me, Mr Mozart on top as well. It all went pear-shaped for him, didn't it, in the Theo Marks? First up, he just fired up in the middle stage. It was covered ground, and just as you thought he was going to... Uh, throw in the, the white towel uh, or raise the white towel, he, he just raised a second effort. I thought it was an, an enormous effort. He's a worthy favourite here, beautifully set up. Uh, the inside gate gives Brent Abdullah plenty of options and I think he'll make some kind of statement as he marches towards the Golden Eagle. 
Speaking of eagles, Lock Eagle, uh, it was enormous there first up. You don't see horses win at Canterbury like that too often. Yes, it was against inferior opposition, but that sets him up beautifully to, to bounce off that. And the draw can see him park considerably closer in the run. Probably not a lot, a lot between the likes of Lock Eagle, Volana and Kiss Sum. Uh, looking back through those Queensland form lines, your Fred Breast and your, and your Gunston. So I want to be very respectful of Volana. He has only had seven starts after all, winning four of them. And Kiss Sum, uh, he looks ready to go here first up. Three trials, and I do like the way that he's hit the line. One, eight, three and four. Uh, Darren's numbers here for the Silver Eagle, and Darren's with number 13 here. Um, I should say four, Kiss Sum, pardon me. Four, Kiss Sum, to be number three, Volana. One, Mr. Mozart, and two, Star Tontes. Four, three, one, and two for Darren in race day. Let's go to race number nine. Another million-dollar race on the card here, Munns. This is the Five Diamonds Prelude. A million dollars up for grabs for the five-year-olds over the 1,500 metres. And we start with the, the dead heater in the Tab Epsom in Ellsberg, the $3 favourite here. Ayrton, well, he's had a result with the way the track's improving, $3.80. We've got our playboy, the stablemate to Ayrton, at $14. Rustic Steel is at $23. Lord Ardmore got the blinkers on today off a 43-day break at $10. Alias is a $34 chance. The front man at $81. Too much to bear at $61. Dyer Mill is a $15 chance. Yee Yee is out no deduction. Alcione at $17. Kinlock at $51. Sabark at $19. A Tissue at 16. Rebel Rama 51. Arctic Thunder 61. Unanimous is over the page here at $26 and scratch the bottom three. No deduction for any of those. Righto. Most popular runner here. We've got to go all the way back to the top and tell you it's Ayrton. Uh, sorry, is um, Ellsberg. 3.10 into $3 today. Ayrton's second pick and third pick is Alcio. Speed map, I suppose, by this time of the day, the pattern will have emerged well and truly. Brad, but what are you seeing? There's a lot of backmarkers here, Hainsey. Uh, what does that leave us with? Probably Ellsberg to take up the front, hence why he's been well supported at that $3 quote. Rebel Rama can come across from the wide gate. Sabark can be considerably closer uh, to go back from a wide draw there. First up, Alcione maybe takes advantage of a low draw as well here, and maybe the same can be said for too much to bear. But a lot of horses here that like to find their feet, as that racing and sports map does suggest. Yeah, another map that looks perfect for a favourite here. Uh, although we can go back to the Theo Marksmore saying the same thing, you know, we were saying that day, oh, what a great map for Mr Mozart and Ellsberg <laughs> here today. And that all went pear-shaped. Mm. Uh, what could go wrong today? Surely it's uh, the, 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 he just ambles up just behind them or even in front. He's a Doncaster Mile winner. He should... He's carried big weights well in the past. Do you think he'd be hard to beat? I think the best long shot's Sabak. I loved his first up run. He can be written closer from that better draw. 14 tissues looking big odds to me. Um, at the double, willing to double figure odds now at $16. And two Ayrton, he does come into play now. I was tossing up between Ayrton and our Playboy. It was very much um, uh, track condition between them, but Ayrton is dead set much better off and soft than heavy, I would suggest. One thirteen, fourteen, 14 and 2. We should just see what the market does late with Ayrton. Mm. Uh, he could 
conceivably firm up a little bit more and there mightn't be much between them come jump. But I'm also with Ellsberg. He just gets a lovely setup here. I don't think he's too bad off uh, looking at the weight scale. He didn't only get half a kilo off top ranked when he dead-heated there in the Epsom last start. So he'll punch forward. He'll make his own luck and all he has to do is repeat something similar to what he did last start and he's right there. To Ayrton, you've only got to go back to June 2021 to find a race where Ayrton did put a gap on Ellsberg at Eagle Farm. I thought he'd more than enough there first up behind a pretty smart one. You know, I wish I win at Sandown. This has always been uh, a mini target for this gallop Ayrton, so huge respect for him. For Rustic Steel, I think he's a big improver. I know you look at his last at F and you think, well, he didn't do enough there, but it was in a race, 1,200 metres, they didn't go any gallop, he had a huge weight, and he was coming back in trip. Uh, so I think as long as the track is playing conducive to his pattern of, of getting back and running on, yeah, he'll run a lot better than $23 suggests. And another good roughie to throw into the mix is too much to bear. Now, if he repeats what he did first or second up last preparation, where he savaged the line, uh, he's not a $61 chance. Second up, it was only two lengths off cross talk. So, yeah, that seems like big odds to me. One, two, four, and eight. Darren's tipping Sabark here in race number nine. 13, Sabark. Uh, to beat number one, Ellsberg. Two, Ayrton. And nine, Diamil. 13, one, two, and nine for Darren in race nine. Tenth and last on Tab Everest Day. And we'll see this week the Running of the Furthy Angst Stakes, some Group 3 black type up for the mares in the last year, and the girls go over the mile. Yeah, well, Polly Gray is our favourite resuming here. She won't have a smile on her face with the track improving, I wouldn't think. She's $3.30. Hope in your heart is an $11 chance. Honey Creeper at 9 More profits, tw uh, 23 Meg with the synthetical filler on at 13 Grace and Harmony with the winkers on at seven fifty. Wonderful Reary, 26 Fine Point at $4.40. Gin Martini at 34 Ita, 13 Narrated, 19 Stray, 41 Papali out, no deduction. Cap de Joie out, 16 cents a win and 14 cents a place. And the stable mates, Dream, Cap, Dream Maiden and Clear Blonde, 251 a pair. Most popular runner here is Fine Point. Uh, about 50% more on it than is on Polly Gray. Their third pick would be Ita and fourth pick would be Honey Creeper. The map in the last break. Yeah, another race probably without too much designated speed. Again, a lot of horses that like to find their feet. So I've got Narrated leading here. Fine point. Just tucks in behind the speed. Polly Gray can find herself in a lovely position here. Maybe outside the lead. Uh, you've got Ita, who is versatile. She can go forward and take advantage of a lack of speed here. And Meg, don't just think she's one-dimensional. She has drawn barrier 13 at her past couple, and she can park up a lot closer here from barrier one. Yep. Uh, I think there's got to be holes in this market. It might be because this, this has got to blow. That's right. If you like something that's second, third, fourth favourite... Yeah. You've got to move now. That's yeah. right. And if you like Polly Gray, you sit on the fence. Uh, I think, but look, I, I'm with Fine Point. I thought she would look good winning first up. I know she, everything went good for her. She got the right run. I think the same thing might even happen today. Hope in your heart looks big odds. She's eleven dollars. She, she is a real line chaser, and I reckon she was terrific back in distance there, winning the Tibby. Uh, three Honey Creeper. Uh, that's exactly what she's going to be there, just creeping along the fence here, um, ridden a bit closer, and if they open up for her, she's certainly got a chance, as has Meg. Uh, Meg was just total forgive last start, dragged back from that outside draw and had a, had a little bit too much to do. When she won, she was up running fourth here uh, at Ramwick. Eight, two, three, and five. One, eight, 11 and 5 for me. I'm getting very nervous about this track now with Polly Gray. But doing the fall on Wednesday, I thought we we're going to get a little bit of rain there on Friday and, and it should be all OK for her. But $3.30, if you do like her weight, she is a genuine wet tracker. Her form uh, screams that. Uh, she's OK on soft. 
just the heavy track was going to be her, her biggest asset here. But looking at the shape of this race, she's going to park outside the lead. The back end of last preparation, she did show what she's capable of doing in terms of finishing a length off Saki. So, yeah, maybe she doesn't get perfect conditions, but there's every chance that she gets out to a, a very backable price regardless of that, given uh, she does carry 56 and a half in a, in a race where she's clearly the top benchmark. Eight fine point. She's going to just land into a lovely position here. She can only bounce off what she did uh, first up and you go back to second up last preparation, albeit an easier company. Uh, she put a, a space on her rivals. Eleven narrated. She's another one that'll want to get her toe into the ground, but I think she is a big improver on a mat where she gets all favours. And Meg, don't discount her. I know her form on paper doesn't look like much from last start, but she was absolutely airborne uh, the two the two efforts prior to that and her, and her split time were deceptively good, so I think she sets up really nicely 1,600 metres from a better gate. One, eight, eleven and five. Eight, two, three, and, uh, and seven for Darren the last year. Eight, two, three, and seven. Eight fine points to beat two hope in your heart. Three honey creeper and seven wonderful Riri. Eight, two, three, and seven. That's the form talk, guys. Around about two minutes to nine. Nice on time finish, I think, Ronnie. Best. Um, Mr. Mozart, race eight, number one. He's the best, best value. Just to throw at the stumps in the first, Lon Rioli to give you a little uh, cheer when she straightens up in front here. Nothing better than backing the first winner of the day. Oh, geez, that's Just beautiful. Just gets the blood flowing, doesn't it? <laughs> Especially if it's $10. A bit more aggressive. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've gone with Kerwin's Lane as my best. Race two, number one. Everything has just fallen into place for this horse. Uh, second up, sitting out of the ground. He can deliver the goods there in race two nice and early in the card. Best value slash next best uh, is Remark. So the odds have gone now that Kementari's come out. But race six, number seven, he's here to run really well with Sydney Stakes. In saying that, I'd rather back the last three than the first five. <laughs> <laughs> we can't give it back. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that Peter at the horse going to be running today? Ah, uh, I might even make venture out the front today. Just a mice. What? Just for the just for the atmosphere. I miss it. Oh. I'm yearning for it. Jeez. Mum, what would you say about a bonus Woolworths supermarket e-gift card worth up to four hundred dollars on selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley? Can you say it again? No. It's a great deal. You say it. A bonus Woolworths supermarket. Yep. E-gift card. Yep. What's up to $400? Yep. Can I have a rest? On selected kitchen and laundry appliances at Bingley. It's a great deal of worth. Bingley. Better living every day. Foreign-owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for fair play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Don't miss a game of the NBL season on KO with the biggest stars returning to the court. Watch every game of your team live on ESPN on KO. Head to kosports.com.au to start your free trial today. Hi, it's Matty Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. You could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60-second skills check now at skillscertified.com.au. Get your skills certified. 
went to Bottle Mart. How would you like your whiskey, hun? Well, that depends on what whiskey you bought. They had Grant's Triplewood one litre for $56.99. Well, I would like that fine beverage served on the rocks with a twist of orange peel, please, my dear. Orange peel? It brings out the spicy vanilla sweetness. I'll have mine poured over ice with cola and an orange wedge. It's so refreshing that way. Ah, true. Two barrels make it good. The third makes it Grant's. Triplewood for a smoother taste. One hour delivery available in selected areas. Just download our app. Catalogue specials out now at bottomart.com.au. HQ Insurance gives you peace of mind with 24-hour fall cover and no excess on life-saving surgery claims. Plus optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ. Introducing the Kia Cars of the Year. Cars of the Year. The fully electric Kia EV6. The Wheels Car of the Year. And the Drive Car of the Year. The Kia Sportage. To pick your side in this sibling rivalry, visit kia.com.au. Kia. Movement that inspires. Don't whinge and whine about the traffic. Think of the wine you'll have at home. A glass of Windy Peak Cabernet Merlot by De Bortoli, of course. Here's the traffic. The speed limit in school zones is 40 kilometres an hour between 8 and 9.30 a.m. and 2.30 and 4 p.m. weekdays. So keep our kids safe. Stick to the 40 kilometre per hour school zone speed limit and slow down. West Pennant Hills a crash on New Line Road approaching Castle Hill Road. Southbound's affected. Two-car crash in Epping on Carlingford Road between Orchard Street and Pennant Parade. Roads closed westbound. Lights are out in Wallara, corner Queen Street at Ocean Street. Visit the Sydney Home Show to see the best ideas is an inspiration for kitchens, bathrooms, spas, gardens and the latest Renault products. On now till Sunday, free tickets online. I'm Luke Jermaine, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. Thanks, I'm down here with David Warner. Dave, what would you say to people who risk missing their cricket match because they haven't signed up to KO? Uh, sign up to KO? Okay. David Warner says sign up to KO. KO Sports. Watch all your team's matches. Hi, it's Matty Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. You could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60-second skills check now at skillscertified.com.au. Get your skills certified. TAB has racing offers on tap this spring. On races one and two at Randwick, Caulfield and Eagle Farm this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet. And if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. For racing on tap, download the new TAB app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1800 858 Don't miss a game of the NBL season on KO with the biggest stars returning to the court. Watch every game of your team live on ESPN on KO. Head to kosports.com.au to start your free trial today. Interstate Form Preview, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the new TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help, 1-800-858-858. Four past nine, welcome back to the show. It's now time to talk all things Melbourne. What a great day of racing, albeit the weather causing all sorts of havoc in, well, uh, in Melbourne. We know, but it's Caulfield Cup Day, tremendous program 
Dean Lester and Mark Hunter have done the form and Munzer's here uh, alongside me with these latest tab prices. Dean Lester, good morning to you. Happy Caulfield Cup Day. Thank you, Richard. Uh, happy Everest Day to you. Uh, looking forward to a terrific day. Um, we're, we're up on a heavy eight. Um, Tim Bailey delighted with the way things are, given the week that's been. Yes, and uh, I know that I know that Mark's walked the track, so I'll let him elaborate on that. But uh, yeah, it's probably as good as we could have hoped for with how things were shaping through the week. Mark Hunter, good morning to you. Tell us about this track. Morning, Richard. Yeah, it was only a seven or an eight yesterday. It was in surprisingly good condition. The inside couple are pretty marked from uh, Wednesday. So I think they'll be getting away from the inside couple pretty early in the day, and I thought they might come sort of six to ten wide up the straight might be the best ground. Okay, good on you guys. Big program to get through here. Ten races, black type all around the place, and, of course, the feature uh, a little later on in the day. You're right, Munz? No, he's not. He's not. The mic's not working. Well, that's no good. Can I do the microphone? It's not all bad. <laughs> I won't tell him what you said there, Danny. He hasn't got the cans and he can't hear a thing uh, at the moment. But um, <laughs> is it hard to keep doing the form on wet tracks all the time? He's asking. I'll do the market for race one, Glenn, and I'll try and. There's a lot of pressure with him standing next to me. Oh, hang on. Testing, testing. Are you there? Or is that one? Is that one? Oh, no, we'll leave it to Maxi. Market for race one. Three-year-old fillies in the tile imported trophy until Munns gets himself sorted out here over the 1,400 metres. Number one, Kwong Tree is an $1.80 favourite here. Number two, Berry Bubbly, $12. Five, Desire is at $2.40. Six, Foxy Gold, $23. Numbers three and four are out. Number seven and eight are out here. And number nine, Lady Jones, a $17 chance for race number one of 10 races there at Caulfield. Dean, how do you see the first? Well, it was a bit of a clash of two really good fillies uh, at acceptance time. Kwong Tri and Climbing Star and Philip Stokes has made it a lot easier for us by scratching Climbing Star for another day. And uh, Kwong Tri should be winning. She's trolled up really well. She's just a good racehorse and... Uh, I think she'll start the day on the winning note. She's short enough, but she should win. Desire will go a lot better, I think, ridden positively here. She got back in the Jim Maloney stakes. Uh, that was a forgive run. The small field here certainly suits her. Uh, two, Berry Bubbly's been around a bit of late, and nine, Lady Jones. Conversely, only had the one start. They might fight out the minors, but I think one will win. One, five, two, nine. Yeah, not much to add. The same order for me. One, five, two, and nine. Number one, Kong Troy is the best horse in the race. It's been trialling terrific. You'd think it looks a pretty moderately run race. It'd have Desire in its sights the whole time. And I think up the straight, Kong Troy will be too good to beat number five, Desire, who won well first up and then just slow out and got into an awful spot and given no hope last time. Can improve here for sure. They look to have a margin on the rest. Number two, Berry Bubbly. Gets scratched most weeks. It's running today. Can run a place. And nine, Lady Jones who's going to win a maiden very soon. Can, might, might even get into minor money if Barry Bubbly has a bad day. One, five, two and nine. On to race two we go. I do. I do. Look, I have Glenn Munsey sitting next to me, but he's out of action at the moment. We're just trying to get his uh, his technical issues uh-huh. sorted here, Muns. But for the moment, I'll go down the board for race two at Caulfield. I have a benchmark eighty here, the Lamaros Hotel Grand Handicap benchmark eighty uh, seventeen hundred metres, and the tab fixed uh, odds are as follows: number one, Deep Strike, is at twenty one dollars. Scratch number two, three, Right You Are, 
$8. Scratch number four. Five, Cena's Express at $10. Six, St. Bathans at $3.80. We go down to number seven and eight, a scratch. Number nine is Naboo Star, $26. Ten, Duke of Dubai, $23.00. Cap de Joie, tab number 11, is your dollar ninety favourite. 12 and 13 are out. 14, Wild Vitality, 34. And 15, the Talking Toff is a $41 chance. Number 11, Cap de Joie, uh, your favourite here. Mark, a dollar ninety for race number two. Does that interest you? No, uh, it's my top pick, but I won't be bidding in the race. So I think Cap de Joie, just back onto soft ground. And the weight and the scratchings where it won't be too far back now from the wide gate. won't be giving them too much start. I think can probably pick them up and win to beat number six, St. Bethans or St. Bathans, who has been here for three starts, was an enormous win first go, no luck at all second go, and then just too far back last time. Five Cena's Express ran all right in this race last year. It looks like it's racing into form. There's not a lot of tempo. I think you'll be able to go forward and get a nice run. And three right you are. Maybe one run early, but it was good first up and will be fitter. Just a big wait and maybe one more run, but it's got some hope. 11, 6, 5 and 3. I'm going the other way. I like St. Bathans, uh, number six. Uh, I thought his run in the Seymour Cup was outstanding, and I think he'll really relish the 1,700. Cap de Joie, her 13 and 1,400-metre runs have been absolutely brilliant. I thought her 1,600-metre run was just more workmanlike than anything, uh, and she's a real talent, but uh, I, I just query whether she might be a better run on shorter course horse, but we'll see today. Uh, three, right you are. Uh, she, uh, he, I should say, should get a great run here. He's only second run for the uh, Ma Eustace stable here, and his first up run was encouraging. And 14, Wild Vitality, uh, I think uh, he's got a new lease on life for the new stable. He's won two of his past three, and fourth in this race two years ago. He's going much better now, and he looks the leader. Six, 11, three, and 14. On to race three we go. Uh, some of the uh, the derby type of three-year-olds have a crack here in the group three over the 2,000 metres. And your clear favourite here is number one, Mr Maestro for Andrew Forsman, $1.65. Fixed favourite number two, Red Sun Sensation uh, for Peter Moody at three ninety. Three is Fearless Night, $23, scratch number four. Five, Muramasa, $6.50. Uh, six, Distrustful Award, 13 Seven, Maxi Bond. 41. Eight, Fierce Legend is here at $34. And scratch number nine, Hereditary. But it's all about uh, the Kiwi here. Mr. Maestro for race number three, Dean $1.65. Fixed going for three on the trot. Yeah, he is. And, uh, and he's trying to keep uh, Derby favouritism uh, alive with a, another good performance. And I think he's just got to roll forward early, stay out of trouble, probably has to sit outside the lead and just get it right from there. Uh, he does handle a wet. I would say that he was infinitely better on the dry the other day, as was Red Sun Sensation. They both get through the wet, so I think they've got the best form, numbers one and two. I'm going with them. I think Eight Fierce Legend, who comes uh, from a run at uh, Goulburn last start, but it was a solidly run mile race, and a lot of these are only coming out of Maidens as well, so I think he could run a place, and maybe five uh, Miramasa next best, uh, who ran okay in the stut stakes and the, the bigger track, no longer trip in his favour. One, two, eight and five. I'm going to tip a little upset here. I'll tip number five, Miramasa. I thought that debut win had shades of, of uh, Forgot You there, where it dropped a bit mid-race, picked it up and charged home to score. Then just not suited. Around the valley, it was a night where you couldn't make ground. It wasn't suited by the tight track, but picked up the bit late. I think in the small field, can balance up. I think it will run the 2,000 metres strongly to beat number one, Mr Maestro. 
going well. It's got the wide gate, got a jockey change, just rolls forward. Needs a little bit of luck early not to be posted wide. Two red sun sensation. The blinkers going on, has a bit of ground to make up on the toppy and six distrustful award. Who was belted by the toppy a couple of go, got the maiden out of the way, will run the 2,000 metres, has got a place chance. Got two main hopes, five and one, five, one, two and six. Hello, Munns. Hello, Richard. Good morning, <laughs> Dean. Good morning, Mark. It's uh, lovely. This is the first time we've used the van for quite a number of weeks, Richard, and um, the equipment on one side of the van wasn't working. Uh, so, luckily, your side was. Oh, oh yes, otherwise it would have been a pretty quiet uh, Melbourne oh, preview, wouldn't it? Good, anyway. good to see you knocked over all the races that had five and six runners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to add so far, Munns, or we just track on? No, no, no. I'd just uh, be interested to hear the boys how, how the track will play and... Um, I thought it played pretty good on Wednesday, although they got to the right part of the track different times, and then J-Mac went back to the inside. So uh, how they go today will be up in, the, up in the air until probably run at least five races because the fields aren't big enough to get a genuine pattern. Thoughts there, Dean? Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty right. And, uh, and uh, you know, as Mark said about the, the track walk, that uh, it's you know, it can only be improving too with the, the weather we've got. Race four, Munns, given that you're up and running now, is the Schweppes Ethereal Stakes, the Oaks Girls here, Group 3, three-year-old fillies, 2,000 metres. Yeah, we start with Moco here, who's a $6 chance. Uncorked at $51. Pavitra, down from Sydney for Richard and uh, Will Friedman here, is a $5.50 chance. Born Hustler at $34. Another one, Sydney people have been waiting to get out to a distance. Renaissance Woman is at $5. Kabaka at $7.50. 50 cents. Foxy Cleopatra, part owned, of course, by Laurie Daly, is the $4.40 favourite here. Waka Mama uh, is at $10. Then we go to Let's Be Frank Baby, who is at $19. Macrana at $41. Zest for Life is out. Grey Northern at 51 Art Roberta at 81 Whispering Lady, the bottom one here, is an $18 chance. An intriguing race, dominated guys by, as we call up here, SF. What are you thinking, Mark? Yep, I'm with the SF. I'm going to go with number six, Kabaka, who should have finished a whole lot closer there two starts ago and then just outplugged the last time. I think it looks like it's screaming out for the 2,000 metres. Can park not too far behind the speed, fifth or sixth, get a nice run. And I'm hoping can outstay them here to beat number five, Renaissance Woman, who got back on that track, was hard to make ground last time, but got through the line quite well. One Moco, I think, is the best of our fillies. Looks like she's ready for 2,000 metres and no worries on the soft. And then eight, Wakamana, who has to go back from the gate, will run the trip well, will be running on, has got a place chance at least. I'll go six, five, one and eight. Yeah, I'm going to go with Moco. Uh, I thought her form in the autumn in Sydney... She had the grounding at a mile and uh, and on wet ground, and she's had the two runs in. I think she's uh, ticking over well. She didn't have a lot of luck in the uh, in the manifold, and uh, I think she's ready for two thousand. Foxy Cleopatra won easily last start. Uh, it was a modest race, but she won well, and she looks like she'll stay. Uh, five Renaissance woman, only having had the two runs before she comes to Melbourne, so she's got a bit more improvement in her than uh, most, and I think she can run well and. Conversely, three Pavitra's had the five runs in her first prep, so she's doing a good job. If she can hold on for one more run, she's right in a race like this. I'll put them in one, seven, five, and three. 
Takes us on to race five at Caulfield this afternoon. The uh, Stowe Storage Gothic Stakes Muns. Three-year-olds here listed over the 1,400 metres. Yeah, as I turn the page here and see that Count the Headlights is our first runner at $61. Liberty Steps at $31. Lincoln Square is 12 Zambagini is a scratching. Yaki Ishii at $26. Sandpaper is at $7. New York Hurricane is out. Uh, Eponymous at $4.60. Then we've got Sketched at $8. A Y50 is out. Custodian at $13. Angry Skies, our favourite, at $4. Oceans Above at $19. Hell Rip at $23. And Gaza Blanca is a $7.50 chance. Most popular runner here is actually Sketched, guys. Um, $8 unchanged this morning. Second pick would be Angry Skies. And third pick would be Eponymous. How are you seeing this, Dean? Following the, the bit of money for Sketch, number nine, I think uh, he's run a Mooney Valley last start on a night where he had to be closer to the rail. I thought he battled on really well. He worked and was tough. He handles wet ground. And in a really good race, this is a very competitive race. I'm with Sketch to beat 12 Angry Skies, who ran really well at Sandown. That's the elliptical form line, that, which ties in with the guineas, obviously. Uh, he can run well. 13 Oceans above. I might be one run off here, but... Uh, Probably the Carbine Club on Derby Day for him. Big track, but he did enough first up. And eight uh, eponymous who got on the best ground. A lot of these come through the same race at Mooney Valley, and he was advantaged by getting on the best ground, but he still did run the best last 200 of the meeting. He hit the line hard. He's there with a chance. Uh, Nine, 12, 13, and eight. I'm going to throw another one in here down the bottom, number 15, Garza Blanca, who... On, trolled really well before that debut run. I just don't think it went in amongst horses there. Took it up the bush for an easy kill and just raced away for a big win. Didn't beat much, but looked really good doing it. It's trolled well on soft ground. I think can balance up two-thirds of the way back, get out to where hopefully is the best part of the track here to beat number 12, Angry Skies. It's got the good form reference from that last run. Just drawn in will need an ounce of luck. Eight eponymous, finished the race off really well, albeit in the best ground at the Valley and nine sketched who had no luck at the valley. Just might have wondered a little bit whether that's maybe one little query with it. 15, 12, 8 and 9. We go on to race six out of Caulfield today, and this is a bit of black top up for grabs for the girls here, Muns. The, the Carlton draft, Alingi Stakes, listed fillies and mares over the 1,100 metres. Yeah, and uh, our top one here is favourite Maliva at $4. Scratched uh, numbers two, three, and four. Start to number five then to Galgani at $34. Rose Quartz is out. Melbourne Storm at $9.50. Winning versus out. Shall Star, after winning a highway at uh, Ranwick, goes to Melbourne at $5.50. Calcani Royale at 8. A very fine red for Mark Unum at 5. Scratch the next two. Down to number 14. Never Standing Still at $6.50. Lempica at $10. Nicolite is a $41 chance and Libiamo, who gets the run now, is a $23 pop. Uh, most popular runner here is Never Standing Still uh, and even, it was scratched here last Saturday, I think you'll find it, really, uh, out of the, the, well, the race that uh, wasn't run, the 1,000 metre race. Uh, $7 into $6.50 already this morning. Shall start popular as well off the highway win, but has 50% uh, of the investment on Never Standing Still and also popular is the Toppy in Maliva who's been 360 out to $4 so far this morning. Just before we get Mark's numbers the text line, I've just got the text line going Munns and Sean from Penrith says not the first time Munns has had head issues. <laughs> 
Oh, thank you, Sean. <laughs> uh, great, great to have you listening. And that is he my, always texts in for behind the so, gate, Sean. One hundred percent correct, though. Sean's not the one you gave a clip about what time the Melbourne preview was on Twitter yesterday, was he? <laughs> no, no, I just said, I said, as per usual, at 9am. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't get involved with the muns, just I, I, let, I, let it go. I, I included you in it, Dean, and I included... I know you did muns, and I, I, could hear, I could actually hear you saying it, that's why I said you gave him a clip. Um, Mark, the Alinghi Stakes, uh, which of these girls are you with? It's an even race. I'll go with number 11, a very fine red. With the blinkers going on, I thought it ran well first up. Got good form lines for a race like this. Just going to need luck from gate one. It'll take a good ride here. Probably buried away behind a bit of traffic, so I have to steer to the right part of the track to beat number 15, Len Picker, who's on very quick backup from a first up win. Has run well in this grade before without much luck. Uh, seven, Melbourne Storm, improved. Second go for the stable, can go on with it. And nine, Shell Star. Probably this is a harder race than what it's been meeting, but it's doing nothing wrong. Go forward, put itself in the right spot. 11, 15, 7 and 9. Yeah, I'm very strong with the Sydney form here, and I agree with a very fine red. She'll need a good ride from Barrier 1 from Josh Parr. But uh, I think yeah, second up with the blinkers on, she'll run well. I think Shell stars the danger. Now she's coming off less of form lines, but she's been running time. She handles the wet. She knows how to win. Uh, 14... Never standing still, likewise, has got a really good winning habit at the moment and building a good record all round, handles the wet and she'll, uh, I think, uh, come across from out wide, make her own luck and give a good sight. And 10, Kalkani Royale, um, uh, I thought uh, she's the other Dabney runner. Uh, her run last start was quite sound, next best, but uh, no, I'm with the 11 and 9 strongly here, 11, 9, 14 and 10. Race 7 will be the first leg of the quarter at Caulfield today, and it's Group 2, the Group 2, 1,000 metre, the McCafe Sprint Months. Yes, and uh, the sprint will be on here at Randwick at about uh, 10 o'clock or 10.30 when the gates open for Tab Everest Day. But uh, Bo Rosa here is out, so we start with Generation, who is a $4 chance. Malkovich is a scratching. Oxley Road at 19, free of debt at 41. Empress Express Pass, I should say, at $11. Kalos at 9, Ashford Street at 9. Dragonstone, your $3.30 favourite. Sartorial Splendour is out. Asfura, $4.60. And Rock Artist is a $23 pop. Uh, most popular runner here of those that are left is Dragonstone. No great change this morning. Second pick is Ashford Street, who's been 8 out to 9. Then you go to Kalos, who's been 8.50 to 9 this morning. And then Ashfura who's $4.40 out to $4.60. Uh, next pick, but a fair way away from those, is Generation. He's actually four twenty into 4 this morning. An interesting... Uh, I've, I know quite a few people in the ownership of Dragonstone, and Mark Dunham has told them it is onwards and upwards with a successful run today. Perth and potentially even Hong Kong. Wow. Uh, good luck to them, I suppose. Uh, Dean, when it comes to Mark Dunham, he, uh, he hits Melbourne with the right horse. He's done it again here. Yeah, I think he might have uh, Richard. Uh, Dragonstone first up here looks well placed. Uh, we saw him once in the winter with a big weight behind Passive Aggressive and he ran well. And I think coming up with a soft track is no disadvantage. A bit like a very fine red in the previous race, Timmy Clark's going to have to just weave a passage from Barrier 1 because he will be off pace here. But uh, he's going to be strong late and he's trolled up well. He's got the blinkers first time to beat 11 as Führer. She's got a seven next to her name. She was charging through a gap. She was, I think, going to win. Um, her first up win at Sandown was just absolutely outstanding. I think the 53 kilos and Joy McNeil going on is a plus. Uh, eight Ashford Street. 
ran well in the same race at the Valley and drops eight kilos on that run. Uh, he's uh, just a good, honest, soft track horse and uh, he can run well. And two generation, who is the highest ranked horse in the race now, he's just got to give weight to uh, some you know, good wet trackers uh, in form. And that, that's a query for me, but uh, he'll give a good sight as well. Nine, 11, eight and two. Yeah, I like number two, Generation, here. I think if the track races how I think it will race, then Generation's got a beautiful barrier draw. Drawn out wide, park on the shoulder of the other speed out wide, come to the best part of the track. And I think the race sets up beautifully here for Generation to beat number nine, Dragonstone. Your Sydney horse is quite a few of them drawn gate one here. It's got the blinkers on first time, first up from a spell, which is interesting. It's going to be in the wrong part of the track and have traffic in front of it, but can win if everything goes right. Six Express Pass, I thought Trial Well will be running on. And little roughy number 12, Rock Artist, who probably wanted it wetter. It's going to be up on the speed, best part of the track, no weight, might hang on for a place. 2, 9, 6 and 12. Race 8 Caulfield is for the Mayors. Group 2, over the 1,400 metres, the Lexus Tristark Stakes Muns. Group 2 for the girls. Yes, I uh, hope this isn't a greeting someone gives you... Uh of a daytime, but kiss on all four cheeks is a $10 chance. Uh, Barb Raider is out now. I think I read yesterday it's accepted an invitation to the invitation next Saturday. Barb Raider. Uh, it's out today anyway. Exalita at $15. Palaya Pan at $7. Mirror Vision at $26. Flying Mascot is an $8 chance. Tycoon Evie is out. Argentia at $8.50. Chain of Lightning at 5 Paul's Regret at 31 Rock O'Clock at 34 Papali at 41 Pride of Jenny, our favourite, at $4.60. And we've got Cliff's Heart at 34 Fortunate Kiss at 14 and Miss Cartier a $34 chance. Our most popular runner here is Pride of Jenny already this morning $5.50 into $4.60 it has double the investment on Chain of Lightning and also Flying Mascot their second and third picks Pretty smart group of hit uh, mares here Mark Yeah another gate one for the Sydney horses here Richard I'll go with Palayapan I believe you pronounce it. Mums, I'll go with, we'll go with you. Palaya Ben, who okay. sat wide last time and closed off well, gets a great run behind them. I think it brings terrific form for the race. Again, the only issue that I can see is gate one. So we just need another good ride here to beat number 13, Pride of Jenny, who should have won last start, bombed the start, got into the wrong spot, ran well, get a getaway, can control the race up the front. I thought number 12, Papali, coming back off 1,600 metres on a really wet track could go better, and 3x a leader. Originally, I thought the track was too wet, but with a drawing track to a seven or maybe even on the better side of a seven, that brings Exolita into the race. Four, 13, 12 and three. Yeah, I'm going to go with Pride of Jenny. Uh, she's just got to begin cleanly. You know, your fate uh, you know, in the first few strides, uh, I think she begins cleanly. She can roll across from the outside draw, either lead or sit outside chain of lightning, and I think she can run well to beat uh, six flying mascot. Uh, I just think she... Start of the spring, she didn't really come up looking like a winner. Um, Tom Dominic's freshened her up. Rode her back in a recent jump out, and I thought she absolutely flew being ridden that way and hoping for a quieter ride here and look for her to run on, like she did when she won Cox Plate Day on soft ground. Fortunate Kiss never has much luck in her races. Um, she begins relatively cleanly. She should get a midfield run and can run okay. And Exolita. Yeah, the improving track is certainly in her favour because she's in really good form and drawn for a great run. 13, 6, 15 and 3. 
Race nine, quarter past five this afternoon. The Group One five million dollar Carlton Draft Caulfield Cup over the mile and a half months. Yes, and gold trip here is at fifteen dollars. Jewess, I thought it was one time Caulfield Cup favourite. Uh, Eighteen dollars. We've got Knight's order. Just firming every single day. Now $7.50. Montefilia at $17. New Marion, Tommy Berry's gone to Melbourne to ride it at $13. Nonconformist, uh, runner-up last year at $11. Vow and Declare at $34. No Compromise, the Metrop winner at $21. Allegron at $12. Benno is a $10 chance. Great House at $26. Inspirational Girl at $18. Maximal not there. Sound $126. Chapar. 61, Crystal Pegasus 151, our favourite is Smoking Romans at $3.90, Charlie Rose at 81 and Durston gets the run now and it is a $23 chance. Our most popular runner is Smoking Romans, albeit, well during the week he's been 460 all the way into 370 but this morning 370 out to $3.90 with about 10% of the total investment on him having come today. He is four times as popular as his nearest rival, which is Knight's Order. And as I said, every single day he's firmed up as the rains come. He's come 16, 12, 850, 750 over the last four days. He's second pick. Third pick would be no compromise. And fourth pick would be in a very, very bunched field. Probably back to the top end gold trip. Who do you like, Dean? Uh, Richard, I'm going to go with Elegron, uh, who uh, I just think he's got a good profile for this sort of race. A couple of derby placings, last start win. 